Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shoes. Rizzuto Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 North Carolina man charged with animal cruelty after abandoning pet fish. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think of my Gary right away. <laughs> Your Gary? My is fish, that what you my fish Gary. North Carolina man charged with animal cruelty and abandonment after leaving his pet fish in filthy conditions. <laughs> How can someone do that? What kind of fish? I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't think it was a big fish. But the fish is expected to make a, a full recovery. I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is in Wilmington, North Carolina, which I've, I've been to. Very very nice. Yeah. My buddy uh, Matt lives down there. Apparently they hate fish there. <laughs> uh, this is the county down there in North Carolina, the first animal cruelty case involving a fish. Hmm. But it's like any dog or cat. Clean your fish tank. Right. Hopefully they don't let them off the hook on this one. Oh, hello. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Unbelievable. Uh, I just right when, did they, when did they clone uh, Scott? I baited. I, I, I baited you with that. Oh, oh my God. Have. There's no way I should have. Yes. No. One, two, four, Jeff. Yeah. Stop do. that. I cleaned out Gary's tank on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, if you if you guys got fish, you know this. Uh, you know, when you put the fish back in the water, you kind of cross your fingers. Going, man, I hope he survives. Yeah. There's like a little. Waiting period. I watch them. I watch them in case there's an emergency. Having never uh, had fish, what what is to not survive? I mean, well, well I mean, you got to take him out of what he's used to, right? 
put him into a little container, uh-huh. and then acclimate him back into the, the water. new water. It's that's in, how my wife murdered our fish. Yes, any potential like temperature or pH changes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how my. That's how. Okay. My oh, really? Wife. That's how your fish died? Oh, yeah. Like in, she, a, pro- in a proper. Was it a proper tank? Yeah, we, we switched tanks. We went from a, an old tank to a newer tank. That right. She bought a big one that had, like, LED lights and all kinds of stuff. So and, much uh, for that. Oh, and you just she, filled it with water and put the fish in? No, she filled it with water, and she didn't put enough of the... Because it was a beta fish or whatever, and you needed the it's special like drops pH to put in there. Balance and thing. she didn't put enough in there. And uh, she put she put the same amount for our smaller tank in the big tank. And that's but not she enough. She didn't do it, though. Oh, it, she... It, it, she literally... I mean, dude, she took the fish... After we were all done and everything, she put him back in the tank. He was fine for half of a day. And then all of a sudden, I was like, hmm, he looks like he's turning gray. And later oh, that day, boy. he was gone. Did you do an autopsy to see what happened or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. It's, it's a whole process when I clean Gary's tank. Yeah. Like, it's a whole thing. I got tools. I got everything. Is it a tank? It's a bowl, right? No, it's a, it's a tank with the pump and everything. Oh, okay. He's got a little castle he hangs out oh, in. Nice. He's an only fish, right? I just recently got new rocks. Uh, He is an only (laughs) fish because you can't have two betas in the same. I mean, technically, they're Japanese fighting fish. That's a good point. Yeah, they're not. They're not friendly. They uh, they will rip you know rip each other to shreds. I think Gary killed that snail I had in there. Oh, that's right. Remember that? That's a cold case right there. We don't know what happened. Gary murdered Greg. (laughs) Can't prove it. Can't prove it. (laughs) No, so I you know I so I fish Gary out and I put him in a you know little jar. With some of the water from the old tank, and he's pissed. When he's in that old jar, he's pissed. You know, scrub the tank out and then fill it back up with water, which I have sitting at room temperature, probably about an hour and a half, two hours prior to. That's one of the big mistakes is people put them in cold water, and that's like instant shock to their heart, and they die immediately. And then I put, you know, I put the jar with the fish into the water, so it's, you know, I leave it for at least 20 minutes. So the temperature changes could, you know, so Gary can get used to the water. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. So you, like the jar that you have Gary in, you Mm -hmm. take that jar and put it into the tank? Still sealed, yes. Yeah, just like you would if you were bringing home one from the the store. You kind of temper it. it Put the bag in, you know. Maybe that was the problem. You just threw the fish in. No, that wasn't the problem because, I mean, I've cleaned cleaned the tank a hundred times before that. You sure she put water in, right? Yes. It was water and it was a mix of water water vinegar. like bleach. (laughs) (laughs) It was seven up. It was the weirdest thing. How, How often do you do that? Uh, once I see the tank starting to turn evil, okay, you could tell. Once like algae starts to build on the walls, you. But I mean, we're talking once a week, once a month, Not every two weeks, every two weeks, every two weeks, two and a half weeks, and then uh, you know, after twenty minutes, I release Gary from the from the from the jar. <laughs> do you do? You have I some sit sort vigil. Of... I sit vigil yeah. for at least a half hour, yeah. watching him. I know he's angry. He's angry. Have you ever audibly out out loud, out loud said sorry, Gary? Yes, every I time. Knew you would have, every yeah. time. You do have a heart. Every time. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> it's for your own good, Gary. Dude, you know you know that the cheesy fish joke? I heard this the other day, and I laughed. So I don't know if it was just the mood I was in, but I laughed so hard. It's the, what do you call a fish with no eyes? What? Because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. no eye and... Mm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Still doing it. Still laughing. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. I mean, that's a good fourth grade joke. So stupid. No, I told my kids stuff. that over yeah. dinner tonight, so we have something to talk about. Do yeah, do it. They're, they're gonna love it. <laughs> Gary's probably heard it before. So don't yeah. say it it's like the interrupted cow joke. Like that yeah. is so yeah. not <laughs> funny, but it's hilarious every time. <laughs> Remember, this fish was supposed to be for the kids. By the way, this fish I got. He's he's almost. Uh, he's he's a year and a half old. 
this fish was supposed to be for the kids. Because remember, the, the bet was, if you could keep this fish alive without any parental interference for 365 days, on day 366, you will have a dog. How'd that work out? Lasted one week. <laughs> not even. Not even. Not even. Not even. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Dad, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We got this. I said, I'll, I'll clean the tank. No problem. You have to make sure you, you feed them every day, mm -hmm. twice a day. Yeah. Twice a day feeding. Maybe remind me, hey, Dad, maybe it's time to clean the tank. I'll help you. I remember we were joking. Nothing. We were joking back and forth. My two-year-old was more diligent about feeding our fish than your kids were yours. She would <laughs> come up and she'd go, she'd go, Larry's hungry. I'm like, all right, let's feed him. Like, every day, we'd feed the fish. Every day. How's Larry doing? He's dead. He's dead. Mm. Well, Gary's Thanks. become my fish now. So. Thanks for bringing that up, Moon. R.I.P. Lawrence Fishburn. And whenever I, uh, you know, whenever we go away, you know, I give the fish over to the to the neighbors, and they're so worried about making sure Gary stays alive because they don't want to be known as the person who killed Gary the sure, fish. Sure, yeah, you don't want to kill Gary the fish. <laughs> would you Would you look at that person differently if your fish died under their care? Under their watch? Uh, you know what? After a year and a half, you go, man, every day's a blessing. Or would you go, would you go like this? <laughs> would you go, I'm not mad, True. but noted. <laughs> It'll be in my head. Hey, Rick from up the street, you're yeah. never watching any It'll of my pets my and or children again. I, you know, I ask for every once in a while a, a proof of life picture. I said, hold up a newspaper next to the tank. <laughs> <laughs> you better FaceTime me with Gary the Fish right now. Then That's they couldn't find a newspaper. True story, by the way. So. <laughs> Send me the uh, the latest edition of the Post Dispatch. Hold it up next to the tank, so I know you're telling me, you're telling me the truth. And I'll know if you go to the if you go to the pet store and get a new fish. I'll know it. I'm not a psycho. No. Just think of the love you could have for a dog. Then, if you have this yeah. much love for a fish, I have I have no more room in my heart, Jeff. Well, could you get rid of a kid? My heart's already full. Hmm. Maybe once Gary, you know. Don't even talk what? about that, yeah, Jeff. Go Goes to the ocean and the sky. <laughs> <laughs> the big wave comes and takes him away. You got another year and a half plus. You got another year and a half to three uh, three years on average. Four beta fish? Yeah, well, it's like three to five years, I think. Is it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, so what's the average average life of a betta fish? I think it's I think a lot of them die early because right. people just don't want to take care yeah, of them. Yeah, most, right. most what was it, one to four years or something like no, that? I think most gouramis are like four to five years. Did you just sneeze? God bless you. What'd you just say? Gouramis? No, it's like a type of type of fish. Three to five. Three to five, okay. Look at you. So Gary's like middle age now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you take it easy, Gare Bear. <laughs> Did I tell you that we're really coming that, into a zone right now? I just bought a house. Did I tell you we were having that conversation the other day about like uh, what happens? Because we, I think we talked about it on the show about what happens when one of the dogs dies. Like, will I immediately get a replacement dog? Oh, it's when we were talking about cloning, how you could clone yeah. your exact pet. And I had that conversation at home, and she's like, "Oh, if if one of the dogs," and she starts tearing up. She's like, "I can't even think about it." And I was like, "Just get past that." And she's like, "Oh, we would immediately get another dog." And I go, "And here's where we differ." And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Nope." That night. My daughter comes up to me, and this is unprovoked, unless she has a master plan, but unprovoked. My daughter came up to me, and she goes, Daddy, I want a kitty. And I was like, well, oh, you can, I go, I go, you can find a new house and then find a kitty in that house. <laughs> oh, boy, you getting a cat now? Hail to the no. That's where I put my foot down. 
Listen, that is that is where I draw. I if you want to own a cat, and if you out there is are it, a cat is lover, it count down a cat. Hail to the no. <laughs> yeah. You go yeah. for it. I I listen. I hate to use the word hate. But I hate what cats. Is your, what so does no. your wife think about this? Does My, she want a cat? She's she's dying for one. But oh, it, dying for, so it ain't happening. Oh, let's see. Yeah, man, you get it a good cat. You're gonna get a do- you will get a dog before I get a cat. I give can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you get a good cat, and that will change. Nope. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you, I hate cats. I'm not getting a cat because you've but had again, experiences with, if, with if, bad cats. I'm. I can. Pro- I would put every dime that I've ever owned that I've ever earned in my entire life on it that Riz will get a dog before I get a cat. There's no way I get a cat. So do no you think way. you'll get one or In no? three months. <laughs> <laughs> he seems pretty sure about Scott's it. And three I'll tell months? you what, yeah. I, I'm kind Scott's of Scott's giving him three months. Cats. A good I'm cat not a fan. is the coolest. Well, we're in agreement in my house. We There, there will never be a cat because we're, we're both, my wife and I are allergic to them. So. Mm. <laughs> I highly, like I'll, I'll go into a house with a cat and I'll go, what is it? My eyes are itching. Is there I, a cat in here? Listen, man. <laughs> I'm all down with dogs. I'm cool with that. You want to get a fish? Cool. You better keep them cats out of here. Uh, true story. Job Feline, interview. not mine. Job interview. I was uh, sleeping on a friend's couch, and the morning of the interview, I woke up, and both eyes were sealed shut. Oh, yeah. And I Is said, that when you found out you were allergic to cats? No. Well, I knew I was. Just not I that said, severe? I said, dude, do you have a cat here? He goes, yeah, he stays on the couch all the time. Right where my head is? Oh, yeah, that's a spot. <laughs> Appreciate the heads up. Take me to Walgreens. I need Penadryl. Went into the interview looking like I was high. <laughs> They're like, you got it. Yeah. Was it radio? Got the job, by the way. <laughs> 15, 15 years later, still Good here. Job. Hey. Good job right here. Bite the cat trying to keep you down. <laughs> got the job, folks. That's when I moved to St. Louis after that interview. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of cities, and by the way, before I got the job here in St. Louis, I I really had no idea what this place was all about. It's a big city, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In fact, the first question to the boss when I got the job was, "Hey man, am I gonna need a car?" And he says, uh, "Yeah." I said, "What's the mass transit situation like here?" He goes, "You could probably need a car." <laughs> so I have to get one of those. St. Louis is a big city, absolutely. But do you think St. Louis is underrated? Is St. Louis an underrated city? Just overall underrated. Underrated. Uh, I think so. Can I I say what what we normally say is, are we talking about just the city or are we talking about St. Louis area in general? When when you say St. Louis, I don't care what you think. Then yes, I think it's underrated. Big cities like New York and Los Angeles, they already get a lot of fanfare, right? We know about those cities. Chicago, we know about Chicago. But what's the most underrated city in America? And there was a, there was a vote. There was a vote for this. Mm. And I have been to on this list none of these places. Okay. <laughs> most underrated city. Is there a requirement as far as size goes? No, no, just an underrated city. Underrated big city. Uh, so well, St. Louis. St. Louis did not make the top 10. Okay. St. Louis, they did make the top twenty. Did make the top twenty. See, I, so. w- I would say something like Portland, but Portland gets so much hype these yeah. days. That Portland, already... Portland, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, it's number six, number okay. six on this list as far it's as like one of the most cities popular go. cities in the country. Okay, so That's if weird. we're going that route, let's go Seattle, Austin, Nashville. Uh, yeah. n- Nashville, there's number one. Uh, Nashville, did, Nashville made number nine. Okay, number nine, Nashville. 
I'd love to go to Nashville. The number one city on this list I would love to go to. I've heard such great things about it. Austin. Now. Asheville. Asheville, North Carolina? Yeah. Yep, that is number five. That is the smallest city in the top ten. There's about 90,000 people in Asheville. But that is, according to... uh, this poll. What's the uh, number five? As far the as awesome the old city. town in Georgia that's right on the ocean. Savannah. Yeah, that's number four. Look at you. Lots of culture. Nice. Great if you love a slower play, uh, slower pace. My oh. wife's been to Savannah. She says it's awesome. Uh, let me guess. Boise or Coeur d'Alene? Nope. Ooh. Oh. Nope. Uh, Jackson Hole. Wyoming? Ooh. No. Uh, Bozeman? Yes. Can you give us a region? Montana's a region. It sounds awesome. It's Narth. Not Michigan. Up north, Dakota. Michigan is not a city. I'm just trying to narrow it down. Uh, Fargo. Oh, no. Wisconsin. That no. city. No, no, no. Big city. Big city. Big city. Bright lights. Big, Big city. city. Oh, oh, uh, city. Uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis is number Minneapolis. one. There you go. Minneapolis. Really? Really? Minneapolis is freaking awesome, dude. I thought that's a pretty loved city already. That is, I would love to go to Minneapolis. Minneapolis is badass. It's a great food. Cost of living's great. Is that where Mall of America is? Yep. Yeah, yeah I've been there. It's, months, it was okay. Six I was, months I of the know. year, the weather is awesome. Yeah, I'm glad awesome. you said it because my first thought was, oh, it's always cold there. Oh, no. Like uh, our summer when we're like dealing with mosquitoes and all that, you just, Minneapolis is like, look at life is great. It's mm. perfect. We're, we're all outside. It's like right yeah. now People seem happy there. Yeah. Yeah. We, went, we, went yeah, there we went there for a high school mission trip and, and it was great because it was in the summer. And I remember I packed. For a St. Louis summer, because I was like, ah, oh, it's right in the same area. It's just right up there. And I remember going up there, and I was like, I'm actually kind of cold because people were in shorts and long sleeve tees, and like that. Well, to them, like 55 degrees is like, damn, woo, yeah, sweltering, woo, man. <laughs> man. Summer up there is awesome. It's it's 58 degrees right here now in St. Louis. Up in Minneapolis, I go, woof, man, heat wave, woo. <laughs> I know a couple of people. Yeah, let's see there. what the temperature is. They right loved now. it, but don't forget, you got to deal with those people that are talking about Minnesota and talking like that. This, I, I like it. It's yeah. a difficult accent. It's sweet. To you like it? You like it now? <laughs> what is it's, it there? It's fiery. Oh, it's nice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh is number two. I was to say Lexington <laughs> or Louisville. Hey, it's forty today on Thursday. High of thirty-three and snow. Mm. I'm not a giant fan of Louisville. Louisville so. did not make the top ten. It's Charleston, not- South Carolina is number three. Louisville didn't make it because you can't you can't say it. You're not right. saying it right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, how about <coughs> Wil- Wilmington, Kentucky? Wilmington, North Carolina, no. Okay. Uh, number seven is Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. Ah, Kansas City is repping. Up. Never been. Yeah. Still never been. You gotta be kidding me, man. Never been. You would love it. I've never had a reason. It's to like go. a big Arnold. It's really nice. That's not true. <laughs> you you would love. We were it. on our way to Kansas City. But we just stopped off in Branson and stayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we took a hard left. <laughs> what about something like Baltimore? No. Seattle, number eight. I said that. Did you say How Seattle? Is that yeah, underrated? Yeah, but I think that was with your other the, yeah, montage of everybody yelling. Yeah, you just started yelling stuff. Uh, so Milwaukee is number ten. Milwaukee. Mm. Huh. St. Louis is number 19. 19 as far as the most underrated city in America. That doesn't say why. I was going to say, you think no. that fits that list based on all the I think it should be higher. It? And also, you know, we're homers, so. Yeah. But, I mean, when Seattle's an underrated city, this list is kind of silly. I think the murders hurt us, the crime. I and- think there's a lot. 
a lot of stuff that that maybe trumps the bad stuff. The food scene here is terrific. Uh, sports is, I mean, yeah. amazing. You guys know we got a free zoo. Say what? Yeah. It's a pretty big thing. Forest Park. Time out. Where is it? <laughs> Forest Park is a, is a very big attraction. What second biggest park in a uh, park in America? Yeah. yeah. Tons of hospitals. <laughs> To go along with the crime, yeah, right? right? He, right, he was being you. serious. Yeah, but I mean, like Barnes and all that, we got some. It's a hell of a wash, wash hospital. Wash you? Hell of a system. That's wash you. Yeah. He was being serious. Uh, he was being so serious. Oh, he yeah. was like, yeah, that's, a, that's the biggest right, I'll give it King you. Scott's got in weeks. And uh, wash you is, uh, you know, they're they're developing, uh, you know, cancer cures yeah. over there. It is. That, I think that's what your point was, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, and universities. Very well some respected. Great schools here. Great from a research affordable. Yeah, wash you from a research standpoint is huge. A lot, a lot of smart people over there. A lot of car dealers to replace your car when it's jacked. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we care. Woofie's hot doggeria. I don't know what that is, mm. but I'm sure it's amazing. Scott, let's leave it at hospitals. <laughs> okay, here's just going down a list. Another list. Another list. Another, okay. another city, city ranking. <laughs> According to USA Today, what city has the best beer scene in the country? Best beer scene in the country. We gotta be top three. Wasn't uh, wasn't it National Beer Day on uh, on su- on Sunday? Yeah, a couple handful of days ago. Yeah. So, what city has the best beer scene in the country? It's definitely not us, even though ours is very very good. Oh, I bet you we're top three. It's uh, probably us. I would say top five. I bet it's some place like Austin or. You, we are we are top five. We're probably fourth or fifth. I can't, I can't think of other cities like that New Orleans. That you said we're top three per, per capita. Yeah, we are top three. Oh, we're number one. You wouldn't be talking about this. You wouldn't. Don't you dare say number one. We're number don't one. We're number, number one. Hey! Hey! Congratulations, St. Louis, number one as far as beer goes. Best beer city. And here's what USA Today writes. I didn't believe it because Moon said it. Here's what USA Today writes. Large German and Irish populations, because you know they love to drink, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, plenty of uh, water and rail connections, pretty much destined St. Louis to have a thriving beer scene. The city is not only home to Anheuser-Busch, the world's largest brewer, but a host of other craft breweries and pubs like Four Hands, Urban Chestnut, and Schlafly. The 50 Taps at 21st Street Brewers Bar gives uh, beer lovers a chance to sample many local brews in one spot. I've never been there. Where is this? It's called 21st Street Brewers Bar. Nope. What street's it on? I think it's on 1st. Nope. 21st. Oh. Hmm. While the popular, While the popular Bridge Tap House and Wine Bar, never heard of that. Is that the place in St. No. Where is that? Does it say where? I don't know. St. Louis? But it's by a body according of water. To, according to USA Today, it's very popular. Where? What is this again now? The the first one they said is 21st Street right. Brewers never Bar. Never been to there. The second one was what? Bridge Tap House and Wine Bar. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I think, think these are in New there. York. Those two. No, that's St. Louis. Oh. They have uh, more than 200 beers. What? How have we never heard of this? It's popular. It says it right here. <laughs> they printed it. Do you know why you probably haven't heard it? Because I think this is a new place. Sorry. Because there's so many places that... Um, There's so many are, great places. Are awesome to, get beers. to go. Yeah, I'm sure you know all the ones in your neighborhood. You know, for everywhere from from Hot yeah. Shots to uh, you know, ITAP. That's not the place I was thinking. Food looks good. Food looks real good. 
at the uh, Bridge Tap House and Wine Bar. Where is that? Do you, oh, boy. Do you know it's downtown Lo- uh, Locust, is it? Do you know the Bailey family of restaurants? Yeah, that's where Rooster. Yeah, okay, it's a part of that. Oh. And we talked about Rooster. Mm-hmm. And, I just oh, wow, the that's a beer list? Wow. It looks like the old uh, Growler's list. Wow, they got they, everything. They got a ton of wine. Wait, they don't I have... mean, a ton of wine. Wine beers. and beer. There's beers. So after St. Louis, you got Grand Rapids, Michigan, Screw Richmond, them. Virginia, Milwaukee, Fort Collins, Colorado. Where's Fort Collins is the home of what? Is that where Coors is? Uh, no, Budweiser, that's Golden. Budweiser has a thing there. Yeah, Fort Collins. Fort got, Collins. Yeah, Budweiser's a brewery. That, but they have, I think, like the oh, most that's right. brewers Coors or something Golden, Colorado, yeah. per capita there. Asheville, North Carolina, again on this list. New Belgium. New Belgium Brewing is from Fort Collins. Yeah, Odell's. Philly, Chicago, Denver, Cleveland. Dropping out of the top ten from last year were Tampa and Minneapolis. Obviously, they're not not trying. But as far as our beer beer here in St. Louis, I mean, we got a lot to choose from. Mm -hmm. A lot of great things. You know, from your, your AB to... Schlafly to Urban Chestnut, Four Hands is great. O'Fallon. We got we're we're pretty lucky here in St. Louis. If you're a beer lover, you're good here. Mm-hmm. So as far as the best though, the best of St. Louis goes, and this was in the Post Dispatch in honor of Beer Day on Sunday. So the best of the best. See how you guys do here. Best food served at a brewery. In St. Louis. Beer garden. No, that didn't even... The beer garden food Urban at Chestnut. AB is great. Yeah, yeah Urban Chestnut. Chestnut. Yeah. Urban Chestnut I love, but yeah. that 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 didn't win. Schlafly. That's Schlafly Tap Room. Mm. Okay. I agree with that. Goes. That meatloaf, bang. They have great meatloaf there. That meatloaf is the bang. Yeah, Donnie loves it. <laughs> he pointed. Great meatloaf point. Great meatloaf, I pointed at yeah. <laughs> I pointed at Tony. Hey, somebody tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You're wrong. No. Usually. Have you had the fish and chips there? Yeah. Uh, terrific. Told me to sure tell you. Terrific. All right. Best food served at brewery. They give it to Schlafly. And then they say Four Hands, Civil Life Brewery, Urban Chestnut. Uh, best beer overall. Single beer? Best beer overall. Budweiser. No, that, and I, I don't know if they're trying to be snooty on this list and not have any AB products. So it's like all AB oh, stuff okay. out. Should I not? No, because AB does make a couple. Okay, but just best beer. Bush no. would be a nice citywide. They nominees. got the. Uh, they no, got the and flag. I, I like this beer. Uh, it's the Urban Chestnut Zwickle. Oh yeah, this oh, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Man, I miss it. The Zwickle is good. And they say uh, lagers are hip now with several craft beer darlings turning out their own versions. Urban Chestnut has uh, been on the lager train. Since it's launched with its Bavarian-style Zwickle. And Urban Chestnut has this hop water now that is really worthy of trying. There's no alcohol in it, but it's delicious. Hmm. It's hop water? Yeah. Tell it's, me about it. What is it? It's water with hops in it. And literally, that's all it yeah, is? Yeah, but it is super tasty. Hmm. Best name for a beer. They give that to a Heavy Riff Brewing and their Bohemian Rapsberry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best overall beer selection. They give that to Urban Chestnut. You've been down there, right? To that to the oh, beer yeah. hall there. Oh yeah. Best seasonal beer, and I agree with this, hundred percent. Best seasonal beer. O'Fallon Pumpkin. Yep, that's right. Really? 
best Dang. seasonal beer. Good for them. O'Fallon Brewery Pumpkin Beer. Now they got that vanilla pumpkin, which I thought was pretty good. I was out on that. You don't the, like that? The original pumpkin, the O'Fallon pumpkin, it was my jam. I think, you know what, though, to be honest with you, I think I like the, like the Schlafly pumpkin better. A two di- those are two different animals. Right. I mean, I, I completely agree. The Schlafly pumpkin is more pumpkin pie. Yeah, and the other one one's tastes pumpkin. better and one you can have more of. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Uh, four hands, their passion fruit, uh, Prussia. That is a good one. The perennial artisanal suburban beverage, Schlafly's coffee stout, which I love, and their uh, double bean blonde ale. That, that one's really good, great. too. Yeah, and that one bottles well, too. Uh, have, you, have you had the, the Four Hands Madagascar, like their specials stuff isn't on there? No. Wow. Uh, best stout slash porter? Uh, four Hands Peanut Butter Chocolate Milk Stout. Ooh, mm-hmm. boy, you got it. Minus got the peanut butter. The Four Hands the- Chocolate Milk. You'd love that oh, okay. one for a while. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah. Do, does Four Hands still do the vanilla milk stout? I don't know. They did a vanilla milk stout. I think it was just like a rare thing. They did it once. And I, I had it at one of, like, the beer festival tasting things. I, that beer, I looked for that when I was still drinking. I looked for that all over the place. I would have committed a small crime to get some of those. That chocolate milk stout I had, I think I had four in a sitting, and I had such a headache after. You only the, have, like, the, one or two no, of No, no, no. You, you can have four of those in a sitting as long as you're sitting somewhere for eight hours. <laughs> you talking about the peanut butter one? No, the chocolate milk stout. Oh, the peanut butter one is so good, and they made one with uh, that was just blackberry chocolate milk stout, and it didn't get all the hype, and it was even better. Hmm. I had the I had the peanut butter one at that beer festival over at JB. What was oh, that yeah, called? Yeah. The Mojo. The Mojo. It's good stuff. That was good. Uh, best destination brewery for some of us, if, if you don't live near there. The one out on Forty Four. They give it to the uh, Hopskeller Brewing Co. in Waterloo. Uh, I thought they would say maybe. Uh, have you ever been? Have you been out to Friendship yet? Out in Wentzville? No. You need to go. You'd love it. <laughs> you no, know, for real. It's a, it's a cool it's a cool little spot, man. Really Sweet. is. Uh, best craft beer made by AB. I don't know. Best craft beer made by Anheuser. What do they consider a craft beer? They consider you know they have Goose a lot of too? sub. Yeah, Goose Island. Oh yeah. Goose Island is a craft beer. Yeah. Blue Point too. Yeah, they got a lot, especially uh, at, uh, at the at the beer garden. Whatever they have on tap of the beer garden, they always rotate it in different things. It's always, always a winner. Goose Island Bourbon uh, County Stout, which I haven't had, but yeah. Oh, I like Bourbon the, County is, is I like awesome. the rotating beers they have there at the beer garden. Bourbon County is awesome. It's like seasonal, and like all the industry folks know when it's coming, and they all get it, so you have to get it from them, basically. Uh, yeah. Best wheat beer in this St. Louis. Is, this is torture to me right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best wheat beer. Weech. Uh, no. Oh, really? Hmm. Urban Brewery. Uh, I'm sorry, Urban Chestnut, the uh, Schnickel Fritz. You better be careful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Schnickel Fritz. And uh, Best Beer Garden. Best Beer Garden. AB? AB was on the list, but not number one. Schlafly's, Schlafly's is good, right? Yeah. Schlafly Bottle Works in Maplewood, yeah. on the list, but not number one. Mm. Urban, Dude, Urban the AB Beer Garden is amazing. It really is. How yeah. is that not number one? But number one is a very nice place. I've been to do you, Clydesdales. Do you, do you think the AB Beer Garden is not number one because it's not, I, I don't want to say commercialized, but it's, like, a lot of times people love those beer gardens because it's like, man, this is like the old times. There's no fanciness to this at all. It's just picnic tables in a cool little spot. I don't know. The number one. You know what the number one one is? 
is when you get your two free beers at Grant's Farm and you're sitting right there in the Grant's Farm. <laughs> That's Good the point. best damn beer garden in the country. Uh, Urban Chestnut on Washington is uh. the number one. Where's I, the one on Washington? I don't think I've been to the one on Washington. I've been to the one on Grand, or that's the big beer hall. I don't know yeah. if I've been to the beer garden over on Washington. In the Grove? That's in the Grove? Washington. No, I think it's close to Midtown, right? It's called Midtown Brewery and Beer Garden. Oh, yeah, I don't know where that is. Yeah. I think it's over by, closer to Fox. Have you guys that. done the Grand's Farm thing in, in recent years? Oh, yeah. We no, did it last I didn't summer. get the beer, it's, but we went there. Delightful. Yeah. It's delightful. Did it last summer. It's I was, the best. Uh, the kids wanted to ride a camel. I said, I'm going to go sit in uh, the beer garden. Yeah, you go ride a camel. A beer. I'm going to ride a bench. Because <laughs> it's right there. And I'm going to go replenish the sweat. Because the camel riding is right right next to yeah. the beer garden. So I'm like, you, all right, kids, I knock yourself out. Ride, ride a camel. I'll be over I'm going to go get myself my free beer. <laughs> so congratulations, St. Louis. I know it's a, you know. Good showing. Yeah. 640. And we're talking about beer, but. Eh. That's why we're on the list, baby. That's what we do. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Amy Schmendig from Waterloo, Illinois. Yay! Oh, way to go, Amy. Uh, she has been a loyal point listener, an annual member of the Purple Stride team, which, yes, we will be doing once again. Heard a little chatter in the hallways about it already. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, uh, we'll talk about that soon. That comes up in September with the uh, Purple Stride Walk for Pancreatic Cancer. So she's always there. Always wears one of the race shirts when out walking her dogs. She wasn't a morning person, but the show makes her get up and laugh every morning. Loves Freak of the Week, Match Up with Moon, Porno Birthday. And she says, who is her favorite? Who Jeff. is Amy's favorite? Jeff. Moon. It's Jeff. Yeah. It's her favorite. Jeff you got one. <laughs> I don't pick favorites. Amy Schmedig from Waterloo is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hello there, podcasters. You know it. Spring is here, and we're getting outside, and we're grilling, and we're just hanging out on our decks. What, you don't have a deck? Maybe your neighbor's got a deck, and maybe you have Deck Envy. Yes, call the best company around. The only company I trust with my home, my biggest investment, my family, Chesterfield Fence and Deck celebrating 50 years in business. They've been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement with a commitment to put quality and professionalism first in every single thing they do. Fences and decks and sunrooms and screen rooms and patios and retaining walls. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torch Award winner. SBA family-owned small business of the year. And they also got the Big 50 Award featured in Remodeling Magazine. And that honors the top 50 remodelers in the country recognizes the industry's best and brightest. That's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. Online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Yeah, with the, uh, with the air conditioning stuff, I tried to hold out. But I think it was Sunday. Sunday got up to 175 degrees. Yeah, Sunday was the... And, you know, we have big windows in our bedroom. So I even had the shade shut to try to keep it cool, but it was... Yeah. Got to give in eventually. Yeah. So you cross the fingers. Is it still cranking or no? Is it just for a little while? I mean, you set it to a certain temperature. And then you forget it. And then you kind of forget it. But... I was like, we're holding out this year. Ah, can't do it. <laughs> man, I remember my father-in-law. It'd be like mid-June. Mid-June? Oh, man. He'd ah, just open the open the windows, create a breeze, have a window open at that end of the house, what at this end oh, of the house. Oh, cross breeze, yeah. yeah. Listen, hot is hot no matter what what month it is. Yeah. 
Back then, I'm only 140 pounds anyway, and I'm losing weight sitting on your couch. Thanks. And I cannot sleep hot. Oh, yeah. See, and my, and my parents are the opposite of what you're talking about, Jeff. They would have it freezing really? immediately. Ugh. Oh, oh yeah. I cannot sleep hot. They always like sleeping cold. I do, too. Anybody, is it, too. I mean, this is uh, probably going to show my age, as always, but did you guys grow up with, uh, was it Attic fans? Oh, yeah, we had oh, an Attic yeah. fan. Like in a hallway? Yeah, and I have one. switch oh, yeah. and the thing, the the things open oh, up. Oh, yeah, we had one in our we had house one. We growing could take, up. It, it would take your hat off right off your head. I, I have one. It oh, you have one? Oh, man. Oh, it sucks. Oh, the one we oh, had at the house growing one? up. Well, we used to kick that thing on. It'd be you know like a jet engine taking off. Yeah. No, no, it it's good for that if you're using it. The rest of the year, it's just bleeding out heat or bleeding out. Uh, I guess that's cool. Oh, air. from the attic. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, during yeah. the winter, it's just like this crazy cold breeze is flying through it. So I got to block it, and then in the summer, you got to unblock it so the damn heat has some place to go. Man, I, I, you are right about the jet engine, though. I remember my dad would go, you know, my mom and dad would go, go upstairs and turn on the attic fan. And you go, okay. You go up there, you turn on, it goes. Yeah, and the vents like, would open up. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. If the windows aren't open, the glass, uh, every, just the whole place yeah. breaks like a wine glass. <laughs> and then I can, I, can hear, I can hear it in the garage. I can hear the attic fan on in the garage, and that's when I knew. Damn it. It's hot enough that they got the attic fan on, but not <laughs> hot enough to where they got the AC on. Yeah. So it's going to be a nice, cool 79 in the house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You walk in and you go, it's loud and hot in here. <laughs> and that attic fan's probably, you know, uh, is so old and non-energy efficient. It's, yeah. probably, it's probably cheaper to have the AC on. Right. Now with these energy efficient, mm-hmm. you know, ACs. But... Yeah, I was crossing the fingers. Tried to hold out, but I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. We t- we turned our upstairs on, but not the downstairs. Yeah, I tested out both systems just to make sure everything's working all right. We're good. Dual systems. Dang. Dope. That's like Going standard upstairs, now, man. That's like upstairs, on, all, huh? on all new builds, that's like Super standard. This cool, is my first man. house with this, by the way. So Super cool. Dual turned, zones. Yeah, we turned upside, <laughs> upstairs and downstairs on, too. You got a dual zone? No. <laughs> I, have, I have a vent that goes upstairs, goes all my, the way up there. My favorite, the duct system that takes was, the air. Uh, we had, you know, the wall, the window, air conditioners, mm-hmm. and uh, you crank that baby up in one room, and you have that door closed. It's the best. Uh, and when you get, and it's hot, and you get into that room, oh, that is the best. Yeah, I remember when I moved into my apartment at Tower Grove, they said like, "There's one unit." That's a window unit. And I was like, how the hell is this going to keep this this apartment cold? Like, I am already dying. It's never going to work. And in that apartment, all utilities were included, but they monitored your bill. And if it was obnoxious, then they would contact you and go, hey, you need to start paying this. Month number one, they were like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, what? They're like, you moved in in February. <laughs> I go, yeah? Like, your electric bill is through the roof because the AC unit is on. I'm like, sorry. We I thought like you cold. were doing nuclear fission in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm jealous of Scott last year because uh, upstairs is just sweltering. Mid-level is like, okay. The dungeon was cool. The basement it's is under- freaking it's underground. awesome, yeah. dude. It's underground. <laughs> nice. All right, the phone number 314-692-5537, 314-6-WALKER. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. And the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Emails, we'll get to those in just a second here. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Later on, we're going to make our real or fake picks. Brand new cans up there at 1057thepoint.com slash cans for you to check out. Also, we'll uh, we'll check out Jeff's calendar for the first time. Check out my cans, too. And more. (laughs) Sexy punishment calendar. 
Oh, I can't wait. We'll do the. Uh, I got goosebumps. We'll do the unveiling around eight thirty this morning. Also, uh, what else we got here? We're gonna play a little game called Three and Five, which I love. Oh, nice. Tickets for the Breaking Ben Chevelle uh, three, uh, three Days Grace uh, Big Summer Show. Tickets for the Third Eye Blind Jimmy World Big Summer Show, and tickets for Point Fest up for grabs. All right, emails. Jeff, go. Uh, Ryan here has a what a, we're calling a good idea, but I think we were talking in the office. We already do this. He said because of the Blues playoffs, and I guess because Charles Glenn retiring, we should do the Charles Glenn uh, anthems uh, on the on game day. Already done. Yeah, yeah we already a, do that. I, I I turned to Jeff. You asked me that. And I said I think we already do that. Yeah. Did you hear his? Well, I know Tony did because he was there. The last anthem for the regular yes. season, and he he almost didn't get through that. Yeah. Is he going to do any of the anthems for the playoffs, or is that it? I do not know. I know they the we celebrated him doing his final regular season game at Enterprise Center, so I think that leaves it open. But I'm not sure. Oh, they gave him a jersey with his name on it, and yeah, it 19, cool. 19 yeah. years of singing the anthem. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nineteen years of doing it. Yeah, he he. It, you could tell it was tough for him to get through that first part, but then he, you know, picked it up in the middle. Because he forgot the words, you mean? No, Jeff. Oh. No. Emotional. But for such a tough song to sing, and, and any single will tell you, the national anthem is a tough one. Yeah. And be, and, and before they settled in on Charles, there was it every time. There was a every time. There was a time when they had a rotating, you know, handful of people that they would call on. And Julie worked with this girl who was the singer every once in a while down there, and. She always said that it is it was easily the toughest song she'd ever sung. Oh, and I I'd love Charles Glenn's version. Love it. So I will miss that for sure. Yeah. Not as much as somebody who's, you know, been listening for 19 years obviously, but for my time here, I did yeah. I did really enjoy his anthem. Next uh, we talked yesterday, I guess we had an email yesterday about a neighbor who doesn't care about their yard and the trash blown over into our email address. Oh, uh, yeah, this guy was trying to figure out what to do. And is he a jerk if he throws it back mm-hmm. over, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, yes. Our email that made a, makes, or this email that makes a good point, uh, the messy yard, the cutting of the grass, they just need to call the county, and it's an anonymous call, and the county will find them if they don't take care of it. Call the county, call the homeowners association, I guess. Oh, uh, well, I guess depending on what county. Well, all counties have ordinances, right, as far I, as I would think. you got to keep your house... Yeah, like grass. At least the outside in check. Yeah. Remember he said that he empties the above-ground pool just to mat down the backyard grass instead of mowing it. I'm going to go do the yard, Pop. Do you not have a mower? I mean, I don't understand that. Doesn't have a mower, but he's got a sweet-ass pool. (laughs) (laughs) And what's the condition of that pool? If he's not not taking care of the backyard, what's the condition of that uh, above-ground pool? Bluegill pond. And I think we've said this before. Who's swimming in that? What, what's the inside of the house look like? If what we can see is crap, imagine what we can't uh. see. Because everybody cleans up right before mm-hmm. a company comes over. That's that doesn't what, mean it's always that's that. It's almost like what Todd Glass, you know, comedian said the other day as far as people go is look at their toe. Like, look at their toes. Uh-huh. Going through TSA. If they got, like, gnarly toenails and disgusting fungus feet, probably got a dirty butt, too. <laughs> this is what we're seeing. What are we not seeing? Yeah, I mean that's very true. Speaking of speaking of toes, and uh, it started up again, and people are sending us pictures. Uh, all racial listeners who go to Bush Stadium, if you if you see somebody barefoot with their feet up on the seat in front of you, please send us the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, patoots uh, out. Yeah. Hashtag patoots out. How would you spell patoots? P a t o o t s. Hashtag patoots out. Patoots. 
Send it to us on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. Oh, we're, I've already seen him come across. I mean, somebody took a picture and said, how disgusting is this bitch? And it was oh. a dude. It was a dude. You all got to start using the... It was a dude. And he had flip-flops <laughs> on. Oh. Listen to this. He had flip-flops on, and the flip-flops were on, like, the person in front of him's armrest and his bare patoots oh. were out on top. Nice. Oh. Good guy. If you are... See, the now does he at, warrant that label? Yes, he does. Yeah, it's harsh, <laughs> but warranted. It's his fault. Yeah, if you if you see that at Bush Stadium, please take a picture and mm -hmm. send it to us. That'd be great. <laughs> Gross. Yikes. People do that all the time. Which leaving leaving the Blues game, leaving the Blues game on on Saturday, there was a woman walking down the steps to go out of the building without her shoes on. Mm. Why are you wearing flip flops to to a That's ball game? My anyway? question. You're Why would be you doing some walking? The the walking aspect. There's people all over. I mean, people may step on your. I mean, urinals. I, I, I get next it. To you. I don't oh, wear flip flops. Yeah. Flashback. Yeah, I'm not a flip flop guy. Either, I, so I, I can't don't understand. do it. Right, right, right. So I, I don't get the appeal. Nah. But dude, that's for like the beach and the pool. Or. Some, yeah. some so you don't work. step on something <laughs> on Put the way from the chair to the yes. pool. <laughs> Put your flip-flops on and go cut the grass. It's confusing. But if you're walking city streets, yeah, okay, and you have exposed toes and you're a guy and you got the, the sandals on or the flip-flops on with the thong that goes in between the two toes mm -hmm. and that's all you got, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got to yeah. I gotta ask, like, what's the appeal? And my brother, is, sorry, Clark, but he—he's this guy. He's maybe that he's, guy? maybe he's not so much anymore. But he was like throughout his twenties, he was the flip flops and jeans guy. And I was just oh, like, this guilty. makes no sense. Guilty. To me. That was me in college. Guilty. Listen, what else is gonna go with my cargo shorts? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking no, no, about no. jeans, this not is, jeans shorts. Is, I'm no, I'm talking about, about it at going to Bush Stadium. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh. This is spring, <laughs> spring and fall. It was collared shirt, jeans. Flip flops. Yeah. What is that? Was that was everybody. That was everybody. It was a style. Pop collar? No. I never did the pop collar. But that was that era. It was that era. That was yeah. the era of the pop collar. Was the sun visor did. turned upside down? I never did. <laughs> pop yeah. Collar. It was the era of the pop collar. Oh, sweet. So you're going extreme. That's the extreme where you saw that and you were like, yeah. That was the era of pop collar and exposed belt buckle. And mm -hmm. uh, the the choker necklaces. The, the, the what is it? The puka shell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Boy, as a society, uh, we should give ourselves a round of applause for getting out of that era. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's wow. Next. Uh, Riz, you mentioned, times. this is from Molly. She uh, <laughs> says that you mentioned several times uh, you didn't understand why people would want to watch you in your man-in-the-box uh, punishment. Yes, uh, looking at the analytics from our our Twitch feed. A few people did want to watch. Moon and I were uh, going on. Discussing the numbers yesterday, and I mean, just about at any given any given time, there was between 475 and 500 people watching. Well, Molly, given, even overnight, yeah, yeah, Molly was one of them. She says, "I can tell you, I was working from home Thursday and watched all day. I have no idea why I was watching all day either, but I could not stop. I showed my daughter when she got home from school, and she said, you look like a hamster.' Yeah. I, Molly says she watched until she went to bed, and then checked in when she woke up in the middle of the night. Not sure why." Uh, or I'm not sure uh, what that says about me, she says. It says you care. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank Molly. you, Molly. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, we, it's appreciated. Yeah, we raise fish in fish tanks and we just stare at them. That's I, I mean, I don't see you. the appeal in it, but I mean, maybe it's uh, yeah, just to see another human suffer. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> yeah. 
just just slightly looking over the chat room very quickly. We must be in the minority as far as St. Louis and flip-flops because people are like, flip-flops every day. I still wear jeans and flip-flops. Flip-flops are where it's at. You guys are crazy. Wearing flip-flops right now. I wear flip-flops and gym shorts all the time in the summer. Slide them on really fast and go, flip-flops are where it's at. I couldn't see myself leaving my neighborhood. Hmm. Wearing just flip flops. It sounds attractive. For I'm me, not it saying does. I'm not saying yeah. that I'm wrong. I agree wrong. with you. I'm I wish I could be that guy. It is so beyond my understanding. Please me, explain. It's easy. For me, it's easy. I can tell you this right now. On vacation in the beach, go into a pool, that's flip flops. Cool, great. If I am running to the gas station because I have to, A, grab milk because we are completely out of milk, or I gotta go fill up the truck, or I'm just running up there for a second. I can get by with flip-flops. What? Same if going to Walgreens. You're walking through a gas you are walking through a gas station parking lot with spilled gas and all of it with a thick sponge on your foot. Well, that's fine. I'm I know but that, that, that's what second. my my that's what my mind goes to. It's like, oh, this is this is a a, a, a footwear that's gonna go to intimate places by a pool and this and that, and I'm gonna soak up some gasoline or some spilled crap. It's just my exposed toes. Well that too. That's, you don't care about the germ part, it's just people seeing your toes? No, it's it's things getting onto my feet. Mm. That would otherwise be protected from the floor. You've you've loosely, loosely attached a hardened sponge. Agree. To your, to I'm talking foot. about at Bush Stadium. <laughs> if you got your shoes off, see, I'm not and doing you got that. your and you got your flip flops, you know, underneath you, and you have your bare feet on the back of a seat. Unless you're by a pool, a beach, or a Dave Matthews concert, it makes no sense <laughs> to me. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. If I'm doing anywhere where I'm walking more than here to there, like very short distance. I'm not wearing flip-flops. I rock the flip-flops at home. Yeah, I, I wear them all over the house. Yeah. You do? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's there are these certain ones that are super, super thick and super comfortable. We, we so don't I wear like them the, all the time. The yeah, over, not, over not the, the between the toes ones, the over yeah, the, the over toes ones. Oh, so, right. so they're yeah, not the going flip-flop, flip-flop, no, flip-flop, no, no, flip-flop all. all over? Uh, and I've worn them to the store, too, but no big deal. Next. Um, talk, God, this is more on that whole, hey, money for the pay, or for the punishment. You know, somebody said everybody puts in, what, a couple hundred bucks? 250 bucks? bucks? Yeah, 250. Yeah. We're talking about a punishment, a real or fake punishment of, all right, at the beginning of the competition, everybody puts 250 in, winner takes all. And you know, not everybody would maybe participate in that. Right. Levi says, uh, to make it a little easier, how, come every, how about everybody puts in X amount of dollars in the pot each week until someone wins, and then they get the Budgeting. whole pot? That budget, yeah, it's the budget issue. So how, 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 how long do we normally go average for competition? Seven to eight weeks. Let's just say seven to nine. Yeah. We've gone 12, 13 before, and we've, we've, nailed, we've knocked it out in seven. So, you know, let's say we all put 10 bucks in a week. So 50 bucks, 50 times 10. You're walking away with a cool almost 400 bucks. Yeah, four, you know, four or 500 bucks. I can, can you swing 10 bucks a week? I have to ask my accountant. <laughs> you ask your wife? Uh-huh. You know, this uh, presents a situation, though. Let's say somebody's just, let's say you're way ahead. Well, you want the you want it to go a few more weeks. Uh, that's a good point. So you may throw it a little mm. bit. Okay, well, that's part of strategy. If that's what you want to do, then that's, that's what you want to do. Yeah, but then, then you're you also rolling lose. the dice for people coming back. He, he, well, the whole thing is he rolling locks the dice. out, you boob sweep. He locks out, you boob sweep. That's an eight-point swing. That is definite. I mean, if that's what you want to risk it on, that is risking it. Well, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're gambling here, so. We are gambling. Yeah. It's something to consider. It's something to consider. Next. 
Uh, hi, my name's Tony. What's up, Tony? Hi. I started my new job in car sales. Great question. How long do I wait to figuratively pimp myself out on social media? Because everybody, including us, yeah. goes to social media about what we do for a living. Yeah, right uh, now. Ways to, you know, get to us. And yeah, that's Well, what job. he's saying is, he's, well, he's got a month or two of training first. Well, as soon so he as does, you were on the sales floor. That's what I'm thinking. And you're able to sell on your own, and yeah. you're getting the commission. Mm-hmm. Start doing it. Yeah. Sales is sales. Good luck. It's a tough job. A lot of respect for uh, salespeople out there. Get ready for the punishment suggestions that you had to wear flip flops everywhere you go for till the next. I, I can't do it. I was going to say, didn't are you self admitted? Physically, you can't, can't wear do it. Them, right? I, I've yeah. told you that. Like it's not. It's not a joke. It's not for attention. It's. It's not. Uh, it, not even as an excuse to not wear the things. I can't curl my toes. I can't bend my toes. They don't bend. It's just what. What so if you lose? You have to wear them on your hands. About. I can't yeah, bend said my this toes. For years. That's why flip flops never made sense to me until I realized, oh, you you guys are curling your toes to keep them on. That's why they fall well, off. Well, you get like me. the the with the tevas, or the tevas, oh, yeah. tevas, tevas. Yeah. Well, with the back, the back, the heel the straps. Yeah, that's why I would I would have the to worst. have a heel. How about something with a big toe? But you're taking uh, the flop and the flip out if you're it's attaching a, it to I my heel. I think it'd be acceptable. Yeah. Okay, well, I, oh, I would those do that. are. Oh, man. Yeah, they're awful looking. We used to call those, them Air Jesus. No, yeah, they're the Mandals. <laughs> I call them Mandals. Uh, mandals. Yeah, like the Nike ACG thing? Yeah, those are They're awesome. Jesus Mandals. Those quite possible. If, if, somebody for, if somebody for a gift goes, I got these for you, I'd go, why the hell do you hate me so much? <laughs> those and Birkenstocks. Nope. See, Birkenstocks, I'm okay with. No, these thanks. are the worst. You got to have a little toe power to, to wear Birkenstocks, though. I've tried that, Especially too. at the beginning to you, Birkenstocks. That's, that's a good that. punishment idea. Next. <laughs> I uh, thought you guys might enjoy this. Blake sent over a Game of Thrones death pool. Oh, yeah. There's we, one going on here, got one here at at the radio station, and I can't participate because I'm not caught up, so I don't mm. know. And don't tell me who's going to die or who's on the bubble to die or he's, who's even still alive. Because <laughs> I'm not, I got two more seasons to catch up. 20 episodes. You got this. I think I could. I think I could come close. You got this, dude. I think I could get close. You're gonna maybe you won't join us for the premiere, but you'll join us for. I'll join you mid-season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Like we cranked out about five episodes over the weekend. Good for you. Like, like you should. That's we good. stayed up late Saturday into Sunday. We had all these plans to go out sat- like Sunday morning and you know exercise, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We're up till two o'clock in the morning watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> One more episode. Need to get through season four. Can't just leave it here. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, question for you guys. I was wondering, what would Riz do? I'm pulling out of my subdivision uh, last night. This happened. Uh, Notice there's a woman leisurely riding her bicycle in the lane on a very busy road. So imagine one lane going each way. There's a bicyclist right in the middle in front of you, and you're driving your car. Okay. Speed limit was 45. She's riding in the lane right in front of me, mostly in the center of it. She often pulls to the right a bit, but stays in the lane. Should Here's I- what's coming up sorry, next. Sorry, Jeff. Not bad. Wow, that scared me to death. I know, me yeah. too. Sorry. Uh, should I have passed her? There was a line of cars behind her that were, you know, piling up behind her. She could tell they were getting upset. Do I go around uh, the the bike or not? If she does, she's she's going through the center lane, which is illegal. Can you go around? Uh, not if it's a double white line. Or double yellow? Just double solid, you can't. Uh, or a solid. So you're you supposed to stay behind? While while cars are, you know, piling up behind her, she says that they're getting up on her butt. You can tell they're so mad. So you got to stay behind. I'm looking it up right now. 
I think if there's obstructions in the road, you can get around it. I would think you'd be you'd be allowed to drive around if it's they're going, safe. If it's safe, if there's no cars coming from yeah. the other direction. Because technically, it's under the speed limit, so that's not safe. Yeah, the I think the bike the bike the bicyclist is causing the issue. She should be to the right. If you can safely do a pit maneuver, oh, don't start with the bikes. Again, I'm joking. Scott. I know. Don't, I was just gonna let's go. Let's not. <laughs> let's not go there again with you. There you You've goes. already been warned. <laughs> What's the rule? I'm reading right now. I've got a little bit of it. Bicyclists in the roadway are considered vehicles. NHTSA says cyclists 10 years and older should behave as though they were cyclists on or vehicles on the street, riding in the same direction as other traffic that's going their way and following the same traffic rules. Yeah, but if they're going way under the speed limit. Cyclists then are on the same level as motorists. Yes. Right. So let's say let's replace the cycle uh, with a vehicle that is going under the speed limit what are what am i allowed to do this says a yeah, motorist a passing a cyclist by crossing the double yellow line is depicted in this picture below the practice is mo most motorists cross a double yellow to pass a cyclist rather than stay behind them for a long period of time at a slower speed is this allowed According to a statute three one six point zero eight seven five, in Missouri, motorists. This is this is nationally. Motorists may cross the double yellow line when an obstruction exists, making it necessary. The problem for both motorists and motorists and cyclists is that it does not define the term obstruction. So people on one side say, "Hey, I could pass them because they're an obstruction," mm. and the other side goes, "I'm not an obstruction." I would think I'm if, it's, a, if there's no motorist. cars coming the other direction, it's safe to do so. And the only thing that would be dangerous if the vehicles behind you are like they're coming up full speed and you're going slow, then you move around and they don't know why you're moving. Yeah. That could be dangerous. And she also made a point to where she would be nervous going around the cyclist because if you startle the cyclist, because she said obviously she didn't know what was going on around they're, her. And they're riding in the middle of the road and not aware of things. Right. Yeah. According to this person. Some of the onus has to be on the cyclist, wouldn't yeah. you think? Yeah, one would think. You know, I know you're riding your Schwinn in the middle of the... Uh, in the middle of the road, in the middle of 109, but... <laughs> you imagine riding a bike on 109? No. Oh, my no goodness. <laughs> All right, we got, time for, we got time for one more. Yeah, this is actually another what, what would Riz do, believe it or not. Uh, checking out at my local grocery store, the cashier took my pizza rolls, the bag of pizza rolls that they're buying, rubbed them on her forehead and said, quote, I'm using your pizza rolls to cool off my sweaty forehead. Oh! Get out of here. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> I just kind of chuckled because I didn't know what to do. That's gross, right? I would say, you best be not putting those in my bag. Yeah. Like your brow sweat. <laughs> you go, yeah. you mean you're a pizza roll. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's outside of the bag, but someone else's sweat touching the bag. And then she bagged it with all the other groceries. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. No. Keep those. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to get me another bag of pizza rolls. I know. Maybe I'm not getting your comedy. <laughs> you stand there and be funny. I'm going to go get some more pizza rolls. Now I got to run. You better run and get another. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say. No, you better get more Totino. I'm, I'm just going to get. Oh, I don't trust well, you anymore. I'm just going to get something <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. else? What other body part are you going to rob them on before you return? <laughs> <laughs> Would you have a problem with this? That's disgusting. Uh, it's gross. Uh, I wouldn't say anything. I would oh, I would 100% say something. Oh. Thank God she wasn't buying cinnamon rolls. First, it would be, are you kidding? <laughs> See, for me, I would chuckle and I'd go, oh, man. And then I'd go, when we get in the car, I'd look at my wife and I'd go, did she really use that to put on her forehead? And she'd go, yeah. And I'd go, wow. And then I'd eat the pizza rolls that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a second. Because it's inside the bag.
See, I would think that it goes through the bag still. Somehow the bag soaks yeah. it up and uh-huh. just gets in your rolls. But now she's you're all brown sweat. Yeah, she's giving you a sweaty rag. I don't basically. know. Your, your hygiene habits? Gross. Thank you. Hey, podcaster Jeff Burton, if you are feeling uh, sluggish, if you are feeling old and you're only 30, 35, dudes, it could be testosterone. And yeah, I know you've heard that before, but don't go somewhere where they're just going to give you pills and, uh, you know, hey, here's some testosterone in pill form. Go somewhere where there's a doctor, board certified urologist, Victory Men's Health. They have so many different ways to figure out even if you are testosterone deficient. And if you are, so many choices are getting you back your levels where they need to be. Start at the correct website, victorymenshealth.com. Make an appointment and beat you again. Hey, everybody. I'm Kenny Chesney wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. Today's 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Crap on celebrities here in a second. I want to play you a song, and I want you to tell me what category would you put the song in? Is it a rock song? Is it a rap song? What is genre? It, yeah, what genre? <laughs> rock song, rap song, country song, EDM song. I don't know. You All the lines me. are being blurred. You tell me what this is. It's by an artist named Lil Nas X. Okay. Okay, so it debuted on Billboard's Hot 100 chart, which is a cross, cross genre. Mm-hmm. You know, a rap, rock, country, Hot 100. It also debuted on the Hot Country Songs chart. What? And the Hot R&B and Hip Hop Song chart all at once. So three charts at once. Hot 100, Hot Country Songs, Hot R&B and Hip Hop. Now, Billboard, who does the charts, also a magazine, they quietly removed the song from the Hot Country Songs chart. And they informed this little Nas X and, and the label... That his inclusion on the ranking was a mistake. Wait, what's, what, what determines the ranking? Isn't it just sales? It's not sales, sales, and spin. sales and radio play. Yeah, if he's, if he's getting radio play on country stations, then he's on the charts. Mm. I, don't, I don't understand how you can remove someone from a chart. They said it was by mistake. Hmm. And Billboard in a statement said, While Old Town Road incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery, it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current version. I completely agree with their... Assessment, except for I thought charts were just representation of numbers. I'm not sure how they calculate Billboard. I mean, I get you know a lot of it is radio play and streams, and mm-hmm. but I'm not sure how much the radio play weighs into. Yeah, the Billboard chart. I think it should be a lot. I mean, if a country station is playing that song, that should play an effect. If it's going to make it to yeah. the chart on the country. I don't know. But maybe country, maybe he's saying you country radio we, is can, not playing. I can look playing. it up. I can maybe, look it up right now. Yeah, maybe he's saying country radio is not playing well, and that, that. And that's the controversy is, well, he's saying it's a country song too. What's the right. song? What's he, the song called? It's called thing. Old Town Road. If you're saying Spotify is playing a big thing and they have determined when they upload the song to Spotify that it's in the country realm, that's why it's going to keep popping over into those charts. Maybe this is huge, huge on Spotify. Well, and they've ticked the country box. Does that make sense? Yeah, Billboard took it off the country chart. They are not playing it next door. Oh, they're not. Nope. Yeah, we got a country station next door. Well, so now Billy Ray Cyrus came in and said, you know what? I'm going to remix the song and have it chart country. Because I'm a, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus is a country artist. Sure. So here's what that sounds yeah. like. Is this making country now? Now that Billy no, Ray Cyrus? No, no, no. This makes Billy Cyrus a crossover into pop. Into yeah. R&B. Yeah. You know, that, that kind of sounded like Kid Rock. Pop. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, really. That was like a kid. That that really sounded like kid rock. And that's the thing. And and you can say the kid rocks country if he's being played on on country radio. 
But what you what you would normally say is he's he's a rock guy. He's an alternative rock guy with country roots, with 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 a country feel. I mean, with the rock side, it's a little easier to label it because you can say southern rock. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? Can you that- say southern rap? When you say no, because there is such a thing as Southern rap. Like Outcast is yeah, is okay. Southern what, rap, right? What, yeah. Wouldn't you say today's country is more or less pop? I mean, way closer to pop than it is yeah, yeah, yeah. country well, that we know. So, yeah. so that you know, they pull that song off the country chart. Billy Ray Cyrus gets involved, and uh, I guess he's like, uh, you know, take it as a compliment. He tells this little Nas X guy, take it as a compliment. It means you're doing something great. Only outlaws are outlawed. Yeah, man. Welcome to the club. <clears throat> they didn't outlaw him. They just said, <laughs> "You don't belong on this, this chart." chart. Only outlaws are outlawed. That I've never heard more of a yeah. good old boy saying, "Only outlaws." Are outlaws. He tweeted that as he was waiting for his car service. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of the Brothers Osborne? Yes, yes. they're they're very big yes. in, the, in the country world. So yeah. they, I guess, the uh, Country Music Awards were were over the weekend, and uh, the Brothers Osborne were asked about this song and. They said, then this dude puts out a song with kind of quasi-country lyrics, something about a horse, boobies, and some ish. <laughs> then he said, go listen to Chris Christopherson, and then go listen to that song. And if you tell me they have anything to do with each other, then I will quit. I'm out. I'm done with the genre. I'm done. And that's from the Brothers Osborne. So I guess they don't want this guy. I don't, know what, I don't know what they've done, but there's definitely some country artists that have to keep their mouth shut when it comes to this kind of stuff because they're awfully close. They're on the same... It may not be the same road, but they're in the same zip code, so just watch it. Yeah. But going back to the the, the charting, you got to categorize it in some way. That's why that's why this is all. That's why we talk about multiple different charts because they have to be categorized in some way. So there can be fifteen number ones. You know, everybody can have a number one record on something something alternative. But well, that's the uh, that's the big controversy. I get it. I know I'm trying to get through it. I know. We'll get through it together. Right. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. This is literally one of those guys I had no idea who I who he was until I Googled his face. Uh, Seymour Castle passed away, and this happened on Sunday in L.A. He was 84 years old, bout with Alzheimer's. Uh, Oscar nomination for his role as Chet in Faces in 1968, but we would know him from stuff like Honeymoon he in Vegas. Was, he was Max's dad in Rushmore. Okay. He's in a lot of those Wes Anderson movies. What's yep. his name? Seymour Castle. Seymour Castle. As soon as you hit Google image, you'll know exactly who he is. But oh, uh, yeah, C- Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Life Aquatic. Oh, yeah. Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Zissou. Steve Zissou. So he's dead at the age of 84 after a, a bout with Alzheimer's. So uh, we talked recently. I think, Riz, it was you who said Ozzy Osbourne is one of those guys that just can't die. Well, he's got that special gene. I th- I, honestly, I think it's like Neanderthal DNA. 100%. It's they, been, they did it's been study, right? It's been proven that he's got some special like Neanderthal DNA where he's almost unstoppable. So he no had matter to, what, he, what he puts in his system. He had to cancel all of his shows in 2019 due to being not well. And I think there was flu involved, at least initially. And we mentioned that, again, he's indestructible. And this is going to feed into that legend because Sharon, his wife, finally revealed what's going on with him. And listen to this story. How is this guy still At alive? the beginning of the year, had a bad flu that went to bronchitis that went mm. to pneumonia bronchitis mm, it's different <laughs> bronchitis 
went to bronchitis, that went mm. to pneumonia. And then when he had the flu, he came out of hospital and he had a bad accident at home. He fell. And he fell in the middle of the night. And years ago, previously, he'd had a motorbike accident years ago mm -hmm. where he was in a coma for days. And oh, yeah. what he'd done was he'd re-injured his um, back and neck and shoulders and all of the metal rods and everything that were put in his body mm. were dislodged. Oh, oh. oh. And... Um, so we had to cancel his year of dates. All the metal rods in the road were dislodged. She could have said anything, and that crowd would have went, oh. 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 Yeah. yeah, I don't know anybody on The View uh, besides what's-her-name, but there was somebody sitting next to her. That's that was the talk. Or the talk, sorry, whatever it is, uh, that was sitting next to her that the whole time was doing that exact thing, looking at her like, oh. And then I, I'm looking at the lady, go, you've never met this man before yeah, in your entire life. And they life. were just ripping on him a, a couple months ago for the cheating stuff. Yeah, and everything. Oh. Drugs and all that. All those like, And they're all doing that. We're going to be here for I, you. I love her accent, though, and the way that she speaks because she makes flu three syllables. Yeah. The flu. <laughs> I've uh, seen her dress down somebody before. Yeah, and it's frightening. Oh yeah, it was behind. It was backstage uh, at the festival, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I heard that. Frightening. Mm. Felicity Huffman <laughs> is one of the thirteen wealthy parents that have pled guilty as of yesterday to their part in the college admission scandal. So she went in and said, "Yep, I did it. Well, I, mean, I did it. Gonna I do? did she it. Gonna fight it. I mean, hopefully she throws herself at the mercy of the court. That's I think is what's going what's to happen here. But prosecutor said, "I don't care what kind of." Guilty plea you come in with, you will see some jail time is what, not for her, but for Lori Laughlin. So I'll get to that in a second. But her husband, wow. William H. Macy, never charged, so he's cool. She admitted to paying, this is Huffman, admitted to paying $15,000 to get her daughter extra help on her SATs. She issued a very long statement saying that her daughter obviously did, knew nothing about it, and she went on to fully apologize. I don't need to read the whole thing, but she says she takes um, full responsibility for her actions. She apologizes to those students who did work their asses off and didn't get in because, yeah, because of, of a spot taken up by a cheater. Yeah, the students who work hard every day to get into college and to their parents to make tr uh, tremendous sacrifices. That's she apologized. That's the real shame. That this kid works his, you know, works his or her ass off. Yeah, and has has way better grades than you know the 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 the, the product of a celebrity couple or a rich couple. And you go, why did I not get in? Yeah. What did I do? Did I not do good enough? Not enough spaces, huh? And then Lori Laughlin and her husband did not plea yet. Still no word if they're even going to. They are in way worse position than Felicity Huffman. A huge amount that they allegedly paid for their bribes to get their daughter to USC. Could that land them in jail for a minimum of two years? Lori Laughlin and her husband could go to jail for two years. They all the parents. No jail time. Uh, all the parents in the college uh, cheating scandal have been offered plea deals. But again, prosecutors will only accept pleas if prison time is attached. Mark so my words. They, go they, back will not see, they will not see jail time. <clears throat> Speaking of jail time, Allison Mack, remember the former actress? She was in that Smallville, and she got caught up in that uh, sexual Sex cult. cult yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. That scandal. She pleaded guilty yesterday as well. Charges uh, she was involved in a scheme to turn women into sex slaves for this supposed self-help group, this Nexium. Uh, she says that she thought that leader uh, was actually there to help people, and she was wrong. So, in other words, she's kind of putting some of the blame on him. Hey, he fooled me. I thought everything was on the up and up. There blah, is blah. a podcast coming out within the next week or two regarding this sex cult. 
like the behind the scenes stuff, what they were all about, I cannot wait. Yeah. Because this is some bizarre, crazy. In fact, one of my wife's friends from high school was involved in this little group here. Oh, really? Wow. wow. I can't imagine what we don't know then because what we do know is the his initials being branded on them. And if they didn't do certain things, they had to have sex with him and other things. Uh, this is this arrest is part of. I mean, there's much bigger detail to this federal case. High ranking members, that sort of thing. I think it was a yoga sex cult. Hmm. She will be sentenced September 11th. Two racketeering counts. Each carry maximum 20 years in prison. Yeah, she will be in jail. Yeah, absolutely. Man, what a nice-looking woman, too. Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen her in just that Smallville thing, you know, a handful of times. So I don't know if she's any good at the, at the craft, but, yeah. What are you doing? Brainwashing, I guess. Uh, Patrico, you damn right he gets to keep that Limp Biscuit money. I'm sure you know that Fred Durst getting a divorce. He gets to hang on to all that music money and is split with his wife. Who do you know how to say her name by chance? I didn't. I didn't even know he was still married. Senia. He's not Berezina. That's it. You nailed it, man. He gets uh, to hold on to all of his businesses. He gets a 2014 Harley. She gets to keep any bank accounts that her name is on. A 2018 BMW, all of her jewelry, clothing, furniture, and artwork. They don't have, uh, listen, they don't have any kids. Right. Right? Oh, I don't know. She has nothing to do with his music, so why should she get any of that? Well, and I believe most of this, at least, was a prenup. As far as uh, spousal support, this is what he's got to give up. $7,400 a month until August 31st of this year, and then five grand a month until August 31st of next year, and then a the year after that, it goes down to 2500 a month. After that, he done. And he also has to make a one-time payment of $26,000. And they uh, they split, I guess, just shy of seven years. And this is the third marriage for him. So, uh, Keeping up with the Kardashians cannot be on forever. The show, the last I checked, 15, 16 seasons. The last season's finale pulled in just 851,000 viewers, which is about a 37% drop from the premiere of said season. How long has that show been on? It says 15, 16 seasons. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're not stupid. I know we can sit here and give them crap all day long for their show because we're not the target oh, audience, no, not, blah, blah, blah. I would never call they them see, stupid. They and their people see this trend. So what's the net? Where are they jumping from TV to? Full on the Internet. They are going goop on us. They're doing, they're going to do their own version of, of uh, what's her name's uh, goop website. Paltrow. Yeah. And it's going to be called... Um, Oh, boy, I just lost it. Not Goosh. Goop. Wow, that's not a good name. Yeah, Wow, I just lost it. Their version of Goosh is called Poosh. Goop, Poosh. it's called Poosh, P-O-O-S-H. Uh, wow. Courtney's going to be the first lifestyle website. Uh, all kinds of stuff like spices, organic wines, non-toxic toys, I'm assuming for the Poosh. kids. Five-minute workout uh, for an instant butt lift, all those sorts of things. Chris Jenner's brownie recipe is going to oh. be on there. So I just think it's ironic that they see that these ratings are going down. So they're like, okay, this isn't. Well, it's not ironic. It's smart. That's that's business. They're they're pretty savvy when it comes to that kind of stuff. And they, like you said, they are very smart to promote it on the internet. Kim Kardashian posed in a leotard. Every one of them's worth you know millions upon millions. Yeah, Uh, we've talked many many times who should be the next Bond. Chris Hemsworth has a great suggestion himself. (laughs) I was going to say, I bet he says Chris Hemsworth. Because would you just be constantly sitting there going, oh, look, it's Thor. Maybe. Maybe that. But I don't see him as a suave. I see him as a muscle guy. You don't see him as suave. I don't see him as like suave. You know, Daniel Craig does a good job. Idris Elbow. That is is who my pick would be. Yep. That's who my pick would be. Hmm. He says um, pretty much any actor would want to get a crack at it. But he said he definitely I don't see Chris Hemsworth, who I like as an actor, as like the ladies guy. 
Yeah, I mean, Craig did Does he have to be though. British, by the way? Does he have to be British? Uh, no. Yes. First one was not. Craig was I not. I think from now on. George, George that George of A's and B, he was not. I think, the, still I think they have to. I don't know. Craig was not as suave as, as, as you think. As he, well, maybe not as he could have been, but as like Connery or... Before Craig did Bond, uh, Bond he was much more suave in our head. Daniel Craig did a much more like stoic thing with it, don't you think? With his face, and I mean, obviously he played the character, but it wasn't like a super, super Sean Connery sort of suave Yeah, but I could still dude. see Daniel Craig sitting at like, you know, a, a gambling table, you know, drinking yeah. a martini. I'm saying I think he's the border. He's as far stoic as you can go with I that I can't character. see Chris Hemsworth. Hmm. You, know who I, you know who else would be good? Buff? Fassbender. I can see oh that. Oh my goodness. That's a yeah, good one. That's a great Michael Fassbender. That's a good one. Yeah, because he's suave and stoic at the same time. I know after a $53.5 million opening weekend, this is no surprise, but Shazam, they're already working on a sequel for that. I'm going to see that so, Saturday. Yeah? yeah? Are you going to bring a, a kid or two? Yeah, I think it's it's PG, right? PG-13? I would think. But the, the, whole, the whole reason why I ask is one of the reasons they say this got so huge so fast is because it's it's a superhero, but it's more lighthearted, so kids are yeah, kind of Yeah, it's pretty kid-friendly. It's yeah. about like an orphan who my, gets these superpowers as a kid. My buddy saw it. He said he went and took, uh, you know, his two boys went and saw it and went in there going, they're going to love this. I'm going to sit here for two hours and just kind of relax. And he said he absolutely loved it. Mm. Like, loved it. There was a TV show back in the day, I believe Shazam was. So I, I would imagine it would conjure up some. I wish they would memories for some dads. I moms. wish they would bring up uh, the whole controversy, though, as far as Marvel. Like you know that whole story, right? Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel. It's PG thirteen. But because of the Captain and then as Marvel, they went up, there was a there was a lawsuit as who owns the rights yeah. to Captain Marvel, and the the court said they're Marvel, the company. It's uh, they obviously own this, so. They got it. Uh, two other things here. Uh, record stores uh, day is this Saturday. There is a link on the website which has a fantastic list alphabetized of all the bands that are putting out special issue things for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And finally, Billboard, talking about them earlier, uh, nine, uh, 99 greatest songs of 1999. So 20 years ago. And that's the sad thing. When you, thi- when you think of these songs and hear four of the top five, which I have in there, remember these are 20 years old. And these are pop songs, right? Yeah, pop songs. Sorry. The whole uh, link to the whole list is on the website. So I, got uh, the- I have the top five here for sure. Are, are there any rock songs in the top five? Uh, no-ish. Maybe 99. number five. You could call it rock. I'm going to say Nickelback, How You Remind Me is one of them. Mm-mm. No. I'll tell you ones that no, just missed. Been 90, 90, Here's a, some 90, highlights from the top 21 that didn't make it in the top five. All the small things from Blink is number eight. My name is Eminem, obviously, number 10. Genie in a Bottle, number 11. Oh. Live in La Vida Loca, 13. Mm-hmm. Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters, 16. Praise You by Fatboy Slim, 18. And then 21, All Star by Smash Mouth. So that'll kind of give you an idea of what's oh, I could not think of the name of the song, but it's the Santana song that he sings. Oh, smooth. Hates. I hate that song. Number five. <laughs> and I am the guy who looked up the hot girl in this video. That's his damn wife. Rob Thomas' Thomas? wife, yeah. The intro, can you pull up the intro? Once I hear three notes of that, I punch out immediately. If it comes on the radio. You hear that. All three of us did a completely different version of that, by the way. Yeah, we sure did. It's like three notes. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's the dr- it starts with the drums. Da, 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 da. I'm out. <laughs> I'll let you know as soon as this is right. over. Uh, I'll tell you number four, which the audio's not in there, and I'll tell you why. Uh, it's uh, back that thing up or back that ass up. 
You know what I'm talking about? Or I'm sorry, number four. My apologies. Number four is juvenile. Back that ass up. Okay. Back that thing up. I didn't feel like editing that much, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, so, <clears throat> number three, I will tell you, boy band. NSYNC. Nope. Backstreet Boys. Yep. Uh, everybody. I Backstreet's back. Oh. <laughs> All right, here we this go. This is the music video, so I don't know what starts here. Here we go. Of course, there's like a him walking scene. in the street. Yeah. It's all hot. Uh, everybody's sweaty. Hot chick in a car driving yeah, by. There's Rob, Rob Thomas, Thomas. needs a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Jennifer Aniston with, a, with his haircut. Yeah, like he's trying to hide his eyebrows. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most you've ever heard of that song right there. <laughs> all right, number two, all-girl band. TLC or in uh, in Vogue was way earlier. TLC Waterfalls. No, Spice Girls. Somebody said the right thing. Destiny's Child. TLC. TLC. Waterfalls. No, that's earlier. TLC. No Scrubs. Okay. Number one, the number one song of 1999. And remember, all of these songs we just talked about are freaking 20 years old. Did you say Smash Mouth? All Star was number 21. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Is that? Grabbing birthdays. Kristen Stewart, 29. Jay Baruchel, that's the guy that's in all those Seth Rogen movies. Watch his movie Goon. It's very good. Right now? Fantastic. Uh, He is 37. (laughs) Keisha Knight Pulliam, Rudy Huxtable, she is 40. Uh, Gerard Way, My Chemical Romance guy, also the guy behind uh, that graphic novel, The Umbrella Academy. Which, if you haven't seen that yet, oh, incredible. Uh, 42 years old. Dennis Quaid is 65, and today's Burton birthday of the day. He was the man behind the magazine, and even though he was one of, wasn't one of the most attractive fellas, he was living proof that if you have confidence and a ton of money, no matter how old you are, you can get whatever lady you want. Hugh Hefner would have been... 100. 93. Oh, Dang. Gerard Way, by the way, we always used to say that he was the uh, young Leonardo DiCaprio. He's goth Leo. Go look at pictures of him and look at his face and go, oh my God, if, if Leo yeah. was ever a goth guy in a movie, yeah. Gerard Way. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, right. is Jenna Jameson. Today's birthday girl, retired and crazy, but back in her day, she handled more tacos than a food truck in New Mexico <laughs> in 193 fine films, including On Her Back, Jenna Loves Pain, Frosty the Snow Ho. Oh, boy. 69th Street. Crystal Method. And who could forget her unforgettable role in Vagena? <laughs> Jenna Jameson, 45 years old. Hey, guys. Jeff Burton for the Missouri Department of Conservation. I love them. I've been using their conservation areas for years. And now we've teamed up to let you know about them. Missouri Outdoor. Mo Outdoors is the name of the app. And you can find all the amazing conservation areas around you. Plug in what you like to do, like hiking for me, and I find all the greater hiking areas in Missouri. It's amazing. Missouri Department of Conservation does great work. Go out and see it and do yourself some good, both physically and mentally. Follow my journey, Jeff Burton, 105.7 on the socials or 1057thepoint.com slash hiking. Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Phone number 314-692-5537, 314-6-Walker. Keep that number handy if you want to win some tickets. We have tickets for our big summer show at Breaking Benjamin Chevelle, Three Days Grace, July 21st 
at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We got tickets for our big summer show featuring Third Eye Blind Jimmy World June 25th at the Amphitheater. Also tickets for Point Fest courtesy of your Mid-America Chevy dealer. Live see the Code in Cambria, Greek Fire, Andrew WK, Fuel Filter, POD, and many, many more including the race show stage. Saturday, May 25th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Right, let's do this. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- And we are playing three in five. Hello. It's a game that's sweeping the nation. So Tony will give our contestants on the phone a category. And you have to name three things in that category. And you have five seconds to do so. Simple as that. So let's do a practice round with Jeff Burton. Three and five. Here's how it works. Jeff. And you yeah. get, listen, you get two out of three, uh, two out of three right. You... You went two out of three of these categories. Okay. Okay, Jeff, name three card games. Uno, poker, and, uh, man. I've never played man. I've never had. Oh, you haven't? I've only played man. I've never played. You didn't get three and five. Yeah. I was just trying to show how someone wouldn't be successful. Uh (laughs) Let's try moon on this next example. Okay, Uh, You do it right. Uh, Go fish, uno, and poker. Nope. Moon. (laughs) Name three types of Pepsi flavors. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Uh, uh, Pepsi, Crystal Clear, and Cherry Pepsi. I'm going to give that to you. All right. You would have been correct. Because of Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. You would have moved on to the next next category. Okay. All good. Ready to play. I need you guys to help me out. Scrimple. 314-692-5537 if you want to play. Let's go to Tyler. Hello, Tyler. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Hey, thanks, buddy. All right, ready to play three and five? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Name three famous Johns. Uh, John Patrico, John Mulaney, and no. John the Baptist. No, you didn't get it in five seconds. <laughs> wow, dude. First of all, you just you just covered. Everything from John Patrico <laughs> to John the Baptist. Uh-huh. Holy let me just say, let me let me just say thank you. I would have accepted John Patrico. What's, his, what's this guy? What's this guy name? It's Tyler. 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 I just want to thank you for the next twenty-five times I see my dad. He goes, "Remember that guy said I was the most famous, John?" Compare <laughs> so me to John. I can't believe you didn't think of that. In and the same not category as John the Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, you got a rebound here. Here we go. All right, name three places that you would wear a tie. Uh, church, uh, an office, and um, important meeting. <laughs> Give it to him. Yeah, why not? Church, the office, and an important meeting. Nothing wrong with that. Moon, we're gonna give it to him. We get. I say give it to him. Those yeah. two are the judges. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Important meetings aren't yeah. always at the office. Okay. <laughs> All right, last one. You get this right, you win. Here we go. Name three animals that start with the letter L. A lion, lizard, and a locust. Yes. Locust. Back what? to back Tyler. to the Bible. <laughs> All right, Tyler, hang on. <laughs> hang on, Tyler. <laughs> back to the Bible. Dude, yeah, super biblical. John the Baptist, locusts, lions. Okay. And John Patrico. Sean and Wood River. Yeah. Yes. What's hey, going on, guys? All right, you're, right, you're ready to play? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Three and five. Name three stores that you would find in a mall. Uh, Hot Topic, Spencer's, and Hallmark. Yeah, damn right. Wow, it's good. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Hallmark hit, store. Wow. I those three every nice. time. Nice. I was going to say, it's like he's following me. <laughs> you like knickknacks? <laughs> Go to the Hallmark store. 
<laughs> what are they sell those little figurines, like the little angel figurines? They also oh, sell cards. Precious, precious moments. Yeah. You know those little figurines? Uh-huh. I'm going to go get a coffee mug with a poo emoji, and then I'm going to go over there and get a gold-dipped rose. <laughs> <laughs> One more right, you win. Here we go, Sean. Sean, name three first names of the guys on this very show. Uh, Scott, Philip, and Tony. Scott. People don't know that's actually my first name. All right, Sean, hang on one second. You win. (laughs) Scott counted for two. Okay. On a roll here. Uh, Keeler. Yes. Hey, buddy, here we go. Three and five. All right, Keeler, name three people who use tools for a profession. Uh, Construction worker. Uh, Man. Sunk yourself there. Tool worker. Should have gone specific. (laughs) No. Specific. Wrong. Next, you can rebound. I feel you here. Name three things you'd put on nachos. Cheese, jalapenos, uh, taco meat. Nice. Nice. Okay. Last one. You get this right, you win. This one's a tough one, too. Name three Disney villains. Um, Medusa. Oh, man. Come on. No, no. Keeler, no. Keeler, no. That is a tough one. Medusa? I think, is that Hercules? Sure. Maybe? Uh, same role. Eh. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's the only one he got. Let's not kick I mean, him if you would have been confident, I probably would have gave you uh. anything. He'd have been like, Shredder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy. Yes, sir. Hey, Jeremy from Hi, Crystal Jeremy City, guys. From Crystal oh, City, Jeremy guys. from Crystal City. It's Crystal fans? City's Jeremy. One of my faves. Sure. All right, Jeremy, here we go. Three yeah. and five. All right. Yeah. Name three sports teams that are no longer around. Uh, St. Louis Rams, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, football Cardinals, yeah, and... No, no, too late. Uh, so. Too late. Way over five seconds. <laughs> All I right. Have, I would have said the Nordiques, the Whalers, and the North Stars. You would have gotten the Supersonics. California Golden Seals. Yeah, this is another one of my jokes. All right. You got this one. Name three types of dances. Salsa, waltz, and foxtrot. All right. Nice. All right. Again, it's like somebody's following me. <laughs> Last one, Jeremy. Here we go. Don't let me down. Name three movies starring Adam Sandler. Um, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Fifty First Dates. All right, hang on. <laughs> you honestly, with with second to spare, you picked the longest title of any movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Could have said click. All right, one more contestant. Amanda in Granite City. Hello, Amanda. Hi. Hi. Hello. Here we go. You are the last contestant on three and five. Okay. Great. Thank you. Name three famous criminals. Three famous criminals. Um, Charles Manson, John Wayne Gacy, and... um. Wouldn't have repeated the question. You probably would have got it. Well, she still did the third one. But, yeah, you did waste a little time there. This one here, I need you to think and just blurt out the answers, okay? Okay. Name three ways to escape from Jeff Burton's trunk. I say give her tickets because there is no way. There's no escape. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Yeah. All right. One right. That's one right. That's the correct answer. Which one of these, Riz? Uh, The the, A or B? The second one? Okay. Not one. This one. 
Okay. Or this one. First one. Okay. Name three ways to lose weight. Exercise, eat right, take diet pills. Hey! She got herself some tickets. You got yourself some tickets. There nice. you go. All right. By the way, awesome. a, week, a weekend in the trunk, you'll lose a couple of pounds, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all that crying, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all water weight. All that crying. Still, yeah, lose calories. You know, speaking of criminals, I saw... Um, are, we, are you done with the game? Yes. Uh, speaking of criminals, I saw this um, The Highwaymen Netflix movie with uh, Kevin Costner and, and uh, Woody Harrelson. It's about Bonnie and Clyde. It's freaking oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, it's good? Oh, it's awesome. Did, has I, I like watched, it. It's a little slow, but I like it. Has anybody watched Triple Frontier yet? Uh, I almost oh, did. Oh, I, I saw that. Damn it, I What'd almost you think? did. Um, it's all right. What is it? It's the one with... Uh, it's Ben Stiller and the cat from Narcos. Ben Stiller. Oh, sorry, not not Ben Stiller. Ben Affleck. Ben, yes, Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, he told me about that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's good. It, uh, I enjoyed it. It's super suspenseful. Like they did a really yeah. good job making it. With those big actors, nervous. I really haven't really heard. Well, remember, somebody really emailed heard much in. about it. It's, it's, it's been on the block for ten years. They had like every yeah. movie star imaginable attached to it. Remember, somebody emailed over and was like, "Wow, uh, you know, what did you get out of the movie, Patrico? I thought it was extremely boring." Blah blah blah. Listen, I didn't go into it going, I hope this changes my life. But it was two hours where I was like, damn, that was a cool movie. Huh. Yeah, it was all right. All right. If, you, if you're doing a nap and you're looking for a movie to do it. I'll check it out. Highwayman is good, though. It's a, did, you, did you ever see um, True Detective, the first season? No. First of all, that's, that's must-see TV. Uh, that's um, I'm still trying to get through Game of Thrones, man. I know, I know. I a lot of uh, listen. To go. This, this is one. This is one season when you're looking to to fill a hole. <laughs> that's uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, yeah. and they're just. I hear it's great. It's a lot of them in the car, and they're solving this mystery and some other character stuff. Highwaymen is essentially that kind of thing taken into like a Kevin Costner type of role. Huh. It's by, really good. By the way, with I the just, Bonnie and Clyde history, I just want to clarify this because a lot of people have been saying, "Dude, Patrico, that movie Triple Threat is awful." I don't know. I've never seen that. I'm talking about Triple Frontier. They both came out at the same time, and they both have triple as the first word. Oh, boy, triple Threat, Triple Frontier, two different movies. A lot of confusion. Oh, boy. Let me tell you about my insurance agent, the number one Allstate insurance agent in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That is Tracy Bibb. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody wants a good deal, and this is why you need to call Tracy to get that no-obligation quote. And when you make the switch, maybe she could save you a couple hundred bucks off your premiums every year. You're not going to know until you call her. 314-352-4494, 314-352-4494, or text QUOTE to 65780. We'll send you all her info. Tracy Bibb, Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, from all those terrible Jane Silent Bob tech pictures, man. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. What do you say being an umpire is a uh, pretty thankless position? Yes. That's not for me. Same here. Then you blow a call. Ooh. Best thing I ever did was go to my, I think it was my oldest brother, Greg is his name? Yes. Uh, when he was an umpire of Little, Little League Baseball, I watched him one time, and he was behind the plate, and pitches were hitting him in the back. That's how bad it was. <laughs> and I went, eh, not for me. No thanks. You blow a call, you got to you know leave town, yeah. you're on the back of a van, ducking down, making sure that nobody finds you and kills you. <laughs> Every sport has subjective calls that aren't reviewable by replay. Mm-hmm. Last season with uh, football, that is that uh, that pass interference, that pass interference at the time. Oh yeah, say so, yeah, they changed that. They changed that, but pass interference was not a reviewable, reviewable play. And the Rams got into the uh, Super Bowl because of it. In Major League Baseball, 
The biggest one is umpires calling balls and strikes. Obviously, they botch some of those calls, but exactly how often does that happen? How often do umpires botch calls, balls and, spri- uh, balls and strikes? So a new study out of Boston University looked at the results of nearly 4 million pitches. Oh, boy. They were busy. 4 million pitches over the past 11 seasons. And here's what they found out. Just last season, umpires made 34,294 incorrect ball and strike calls. Wow. That's an average of 14 a game or 1.6 per inning. They also found that umpires are influenced by the count, particularly when there are already two strikes. In those cases, umpires were twice as likely to call a ball a strike. Balls are mistakenly called strikes 29% of the time when there are two strikes compared to 15% of the time at lower strike counts. Wow. Fans love to ask umpires if they're going blind, and there might actually be something to that (laughs) because there was a clear difference based on age. Last year, the 10 most accurate umpires averaged 37.8 years of age. Wow. With 6.3 years of experience. The 10 least accurate averaged 56.6 years of age with 23.1 years of experience. None of the 10 most accurate umpires were selected for last year's World Series. <laughs> really? So how how are they selected? I don't know how they select them. Hmm. Is it seniority of some sort? <sighs> I, I, I guess like... getting there is 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 based on seniority, hmm. not performance. Because Ted Barrett, the twenty year veteran who was the crew chief for the World Series, ranked as the worst umpire in twenty eighteen, <laughs> wow. with a bad boss. call rate of eleven point five percent. Joe West, we all know Joe West, oh, sure. oh, yeah. one of the most famous guitar umpires. Joe, country Joe. Which one is it? Who, Joe, Joe West was in a Naked Gun. Was he really? He was one of the umps? He was one of the umps. That's funny. He was one of the umps in the first Naked Gun. That's actually really funny. Joe West, a 40-year veteran, was also selected to the World Series despite having the second worst bad call rate last year. Hmm. Last year alone, 55 games ended with incorrect ball strike calls. Now on the plus side, things are improving. In 2008, the bad call rate was 16.4%. Ten years later, in 2018, it was down to 9.2%. And the missed call rate had improved each season, meaning that baseball is doing something right to address the issue. Good. At least they're doing something. And they better because it seems like we're very close to being able to use technology to call balls and strikes without human umpires. I've been thinking that same if thing. If baseball yeah. chooses to pursue that route. Well, that was the thing. I mean, I know people aren't really for it because they're saying it's taking the human element out of the game. But then there's also people on the other side that say, you know, to hell with human element. I want the correct call. Yeah, it, it's never going to be perfect as long as a human has to make the split second judgment call. Right. And some would say that that subjective element is part of the game. Right. We deal with the umpires. You watch a baseball game, you know, you have to deal with the human error. Mm-hmm. Do you know the definition of a strike zone? Like, according to the MLB rulebook, here is the definition of the strike zone. It's from the knee to the mid-solar plexus, right? It's rule 2.00. Is it armpits? 
I'll tell you right now. I'm going to read it. The boobies. I'm going to read it verbatim from the MLB rule book. Rule 2.00, the strike zone. The strike zone is the area over home plate, the upper limit of which is horizontal, which is a horizontal line at the midpoint between the top of the shoulders and the top of the uniform pants. And the lower level is the line at the hollow beneath the kneecap. Okay. The strike zone shall be determined from the batter's stance as the batter is prepared to swing at a pitched ball. So the top is top of the shoulders, bottom is just below the knees. Okay. I can't imagine the last time in Major League Baseball a strike was called at the top of the, top of the shoulders, right? That's pretty no, damn it's the, No, you said the center point between the shoulders and the top of the pants, right? Oh, so, so right in the middle. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. right in the middle. So like yeah. I said, so top of the shoulder. Yeah, so chest. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Solar okay. So, okay, yeah. So oh, between, bet- I'm sorry, between the shoulders and the top of the pants. So really, it's boobies to waistline. Right. Yeah. Okay. Boobies to knees. Oh, boobies to, to knees. knees, man. Sorry. Yeah. Boobies yeah. to knees. I always thought it was knees to letters. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. Told yeah. Yeah. Knees yeah. to letters. There's a strike at the letters. Right across the letters. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. If that is the strike zone, there was a, and I don't watch a whole lot of baseball, but what I was watching over the weekend, there was a lot of blown calls, and you just see the pitchers go slump the shoulders for a second because they can't say anything other than "come on." You start <laughs> arguing balls and strikes, you're out. Yeah. You know, I was playing baseball four or five nights a week in in the '80s, and we got Okendo and like these other players that were not home run hitters, but they were going for batting average and you know to be productive, and they would get those strike zones so small oh, by yeah, bending down, zones. and it was like this is awesome. It was so much. It felt like there was so much more strategy uh, with with batting back then. Ricky Henderson was one of those guys too. Remember, yeah, he used to kind low. of lean back. Mm-hmm. Yep. On his uh, on his back legs. Oh yeah. This is an article that Matt uh, Carpenter would love to read because he's that guy that works every single count. Didn't he get thrown out of the game already one time this year? For yeah, that was something about that was BS. Yeah, but he's a guy that, that was, works wasn't that a check pitcher. swing. Yeah. It was a check check swing that they called that he went around and he clearly didn't. And they appealed down to third. The third base umpire said, yeah, he went around. And he went, you suck. And then he go, the home plate up, wait, you're so out. I'm right out. Yeah, and then he turned around and go, he didn't even hear me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on, man. Yeah. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show, sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by our friends at West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Cardinals opened up a series against the Dodgers last night at Bush, and thanks to some solid defense, the Cards picked up a 4-3 win against L.A. Marcelo Zuna went deep in the first game to get the scoring started for the Cards. Miles um, Michaelis picked up the first win of the year. Jordan Hicks recorded his second straight save. Tonight, two teams back at it again with Dakota Hudson getting the start for the Cardinals. First pitch is scheduled for 6:45. Yesterday, 6:45 game. Today, 6:45 game. That's weird. Usually, it's at 7:10 or 7:15 even. Mm-hmm. What's going on? 16 select home games this year are going to have school night hours, which means awesome. they will start 30 minutes before the normal start time. So it says 710, 645. Don't worry about the kids going to bed. MLB cares. At least the Cardinals do. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that cool. was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, so that's not a league-wide thing. Is that's it a league-wide thing? thing? I don't know. I don't know. It just says the Cardinals have, so I don't know if it's all around the Good league the or Cardinals, if it's just man. the Cardinals. Well, that's they're worried awesome. about some of these games going four or five hours. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous, you know, ending at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Uh, Baltimore Orioles first baseman Chris Davis. We talked about him, about how he was uh, having a terrible year. Well, he had a he terrible was, year last year. He or? was 0 for 44, which was absolutely unbelievable. That's dating back to September of last year. Well, last night they had a game. 
And Chris Davis steps to the plate, and he has five opportunities to get a hit. And you're probably thinking he got hits in all five. Mm-hmm. Nope, 0 for 5. Sets a new major league record. Wow. He is now <laughs> he is now hitless in his last 49 consecutive at-bats. Wow. The last record was a non-pitcher, 46 hitless at-bats. How was he playing? He smoked that. Well, you know, and, and I was going to say that this morning is, uh, of course, he's at fault. But you you were saying yesterday he had 50 home runs one season. Yeah, and yeah. He's, The I, season before his giant contract extension. Yeah, the man can hit a ball, I think. Of course, the player is uh, hugely responsible here, but I think they really should be looking at batting coaches. I think um, certain teams put such an emphasis on batting coaches when they're when their guys are hitting well or poorly, and I guess this team just doesn't give a crap. I'm sure he's working with the batting coach. He's no, a, but I'm saying no. The the organization needs to fire the batting coach and get somebody in there. Here's the other thing. It's usually a former player, is there? Yeah, it's a batting coach. I'll look it up. Uh, the article that I read this morning about the guy is that from his manager, he's and and you if you watch the video, especially of last night's game, he's hitting the ball. He's crushing the ball at certain times. It's just right at people. It's not like he's watching third strikes. It's not like he's swinging and missing. Well, it's not like I, he's I tapping back to the pitcher. He's hitting the, the ball. The opposing team has his number and, and knows where to put everybody. Like knows where to position their players. I guess so. Up. And you know what? To Moon's point, the Cardinals did this in the past. Bring in a certain person just for him to be the batting coach. Yeah. Like reach out to your high school coach, man. Reach out to your college coach. Do who something. Is, who is the Baltimore Orioles hitting coach? Former St. Louis Cardinal Scott Coolball. Who the hell that? Is? Uh, I think I cool remember ball? the name. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, like they just—they're giving them millions of dollars a year. Millions. Spend a uh, spend a small chunk of change getting somebody else in there to help this guy. Coaching matters. Coaching matters. Moon, can you guess what his, cool Can you ball, get? Though. Can you guess what his batting average is this year? Just take a guess. Uh, 87. It's zero. It's zero. Oh, yeah, no of hits. course, you're right. You're, I forgot. <laughs> this, was, this went back to September, right? Yeah, September of What's last year. What's his batting average from last year and this year combined? 168, because this year is zero, and last year he was at a 168. Well, then it's down. Yeah, it's got to be down. Oh, yeah, well, yeah well, it's down, down. down even more, yeah. He's probably under 100 <sighs> for the last so. two years of being a professional. Who knows? This is garbage. Uh, the Blues and defenseman Jay Bomeister have come to terms on a one-year extension worth $3.25 million. 35-year-old said that he loves it here, loves good raising him, his man. family in St. Louis. So I think it's a, that's, a, that's a good move. He's played in the league for 16 years, the past seven with the Blues as far as career here in St. Louis amongst defensemen. He ranks 10th in games played, 15th in total points, 9th in plus-minus. He, he turned it sec- around. He had a good second half. Yeah, of the he really did turn hey, it around. Hey, we didn't talk about this on Monday. You know, uh, did you know why Tyler Bozak wasn't in the lineup uh, on one of their games over the weekend? No. Uh-uh. He got into a car accident on 170. What? Say, huh? Did he really? Yeah, 170 and 40. He was rear-ended on his way to the game. Yeah, all right? Enough to just... keep him out of the lineup. Well, maybe it was a checkup thing. Like, hey, man, if you if your neck snapped back a little bit, we probably yeah, don't want uh, you on the ice. Yeah, we asked the accident coming home. It was the day of Comic-Con. So oh, we were gotcha. there on Saturday. Uh, we had passed an accident going home, and I, I looked on Twitter. It says he's okay now, practicing without lim- limitations, but maybe it looked like it was a precautionary yeah, thing. Was yeah, re- it was re- he wow. was rear-ended. That's insane. I did not see why he was out. That's why. Uh, yeah, a uh, measure after getting a car accident on the way to the stadium. This doesn't appear to be a lingering issue as Bozak took line rushes in practice with the third line. Situation will be monitored. Mm-hmm. He's expected to play in game one. Wow. Did not um, know that. Staying with hockey here. Ever since the Blackhawks ditched Joel Quinville earlier this season, Coach Q has been watched closely. Some thought he'd be uh, brought in to coach the Blues, but Craig Berube has done a pretty decent job Don't of that. Don't you think he deserves oh, yeah. uh, the, the next season? 
Yeah. And, and now there is no need to even worry about it because he's found a new team. Yesterday it was announced that Coach Q will be heading down to Florida to coach the Panthers. Uh, he is the second winningest coach in NHL history. Previously coached for the Blues, the Avalanche, and of course most recently the Blackhawks where he helped them win three Stanley Cups. Tally up your final bracket scores. It's over. March Madness is done, though, even though it ended in April. Uh, Virginia went on to win 85-77 in overtime over Texas Tech. So kind of cool there. Virginia already favored to win next year. They're 5-1 to one odds. Their first. Texas Tech is 30-1. to one. First ever. And they're the first team to be eliminated in the first round the year before and then make it to well, the finals. That, and did win. anybody watch any of that last night? I did not. Uh, super... Super, super gruesome injury to talk about here. Friday at the NCAA Gymnastics Regional Event in Louisiana, a senior from Auburn University named Samantha Serio came down after a double handspring and both her legs bent in a way that they are not supposed to. Listen to this audio. Nope. Let's see how high she flies right here. Yep. Ooh. And I think she may be hurt. It looked like that ankle came down very awkwardly and she is obviously in some pain ankle uh, you're a little do, bit low do you have eyes sir uh this it was brutal it, it was, looks like he's hurt it's she's one hurt. of the most obvious injuries instantaneously if you have 2100 vision so she has uh she has dislocated both of her knees and torn multiple ligaments ah, in both of her knees and uh it doesn't it doesn't really matter because uh she has retired from the sport, which is sad, but she's going to be doing just fine. She's an aerospace engineer. She's got a 3.48 GPA, and she is all, all right. set. She's Good already got a job lined up at Boeing. So an aerospace engineer, huh? Hey, and honestly, she's going I'm, to medical school so she can fix her own knees. Uh, you know, no kidding. I'm happy to hear that you said that she just messed up her knees because when you see it, it I looks wanna, like I her knees. Show it looks like her knees were so strong and her shin bones snapped. I want you to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But they both have, it, it happens at the same time. Rizzo, she goes, is it better knowing I that she just dislocated her Don't get talked gonna... into it again. She looks, Come on, man. Dude, she goes from, no need. She goes yes, from built like a human to built like a grasshopper. Like her Every, go, every single like person in America, except for you two, has seen this right now. I don't need to see it. You got to see it. I'm going to throw it up there. I don't want to see it. I'm going to put it up there. You should see it. Come on, man. Don't you do it, It's a unique injury. Come on, man. Don't you do it, Riz. Don't. Come on, we're Jeff, filming. Let him do it. I don't want to see it. No, no, no. So Come on, watch it. Watch it. Right watch. You are it. just. There it is. <laughs> oh, no. It's so much worse on the big screen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He's on, he's on his knees. He's on his knees in the corner. At least he has knees purple. to be on. She can't do that. Hers are inverted. Oh, look, look. Look at that. How do you think that's her ankles? Oh, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's nowhere near her ankles. That's what I'm oh. saying. By the way. Those are her knees a, going the wrong way. <laughs> by the way, just to let you know, Johnny Manziel is now going by John Manziel. I'm Patrico. That's well, that your sports. And it's brought to you by Operation Pest Control. <laughs> Protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Boom goes. There is Uno Show. Headline whoosh. Brought to you by Mortuary's Tree, the exclusive jeweler. If they all went around and started smoking cigarettes, would you do that too, Riz? <laughs> yeah, because smoking cigarettes is cool, Jeff. Yeah, man. Oh. What if they start doing the dope, Riz? Will you do that, that too? That reaction was priceless. Ugh.
That's you jumped that's out of your chair. I, that's why I know you don't want to watch them, and I hate the fact that I pressure you into it, but that's why I do it, oh, man. man. And I will say, that was way worse on a bigger screen. I saw it on oh, phone my screen God, and I said, thought it was bad enough. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I jumped on that. Somebody said they love when we show Riz those videos because all of a sudden it's Riz Overboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's headline news story comes to us from Fort Pierce, Florida. And I'm going to start by saying this is the second time the state of Florida has produced this story in less than five months. There is a 34-year-old guy named Casey Lewis. He bonded out of jail last Thursday after he was busted for shoplifting at the Walmart. <laughs> then he got arrested 15 minutes later for breaking into a car in the jail's parking lot. <laughs> he walked around pulling on door handles, looking for cars that were unlocked until he finally found one. 47 bucks in cash from a woman's car along with her iPhone, debit card, license, and four packs of cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing with that amount of cash? I don't even know, man. And all them cigarettes. Hey, doesn't have to buy smokes. Like to smoke cigarettes. Oh, uh, Liggets? Jackpot. <laughs> uh, cops happened to see him tugging on the door handles and confronted him. Then they brought him right back inside right back in the jail, booked him for burglary, grand theft, and possession of stolen property. Now, if this story sounds familiar, it's because another dummy in Florida did the same thing at a jail near Tampa back in November. And last month, that guy made the Miami Herald's list of top 10 Florida man stories of all time. <laughs> so there you go. From Fort Pierce, Florida, Casey Lewis, you are today's Headline Huge. Hey, it's Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. Thanks, Pibs. So, uh, last week, I completed my Man of the Box punishment, 24 hours in the box, the Hot Shots Fenton. Once again, thanks to Hot Shots for opening up the doors and all that glass and better construction for the box. And uh, you guys for coming out on Thursday and Friday. Friday for the live broadcast. Thursday, just to kind of hang out and observe. Good time, man. The place is packed. Great time. Indeed, Jeff. Had a wonderful time. Not so much for you. Sorry. So next on the docket is Jeff Burton's sexy calendar from the competition, well, two competitions ago. Then was the sexy calendar shoot. Calendar is complete, and you could buy it for the first time Friday at the Hot Shots, Manchester. Ten bucks. Jeff will be down there. He'll sign it if you like. Yes, he will. And for the first time, we're going to see it right now. My God. Oh, my God. These things have been in boxes for uh, for about a week now. Sealed up. Yep. We haven't seen these before. Oh, I can't wait. The best description I can... Are we doing this now? We're doing the, our no, new we picks we're now. No, we're going to see them now. Okay. The best description I can tell you is each month, if you just think about it, each month of a calendar has a certain theme or a holiday or something, mm -hmm. and that's what we went with with each one. So, like, February would have some sort of Valentine theme. March would have mm -hmm. a St. Patrick's theme, that sort of thing. And by the way, if you can't make it out on Friday, there will be another opportunity for you to grab a calendar. We'll, we'll give you those details as soon as they become... You know, solve. Let's see. Let's see the cover. Oh my God! Right. Here we go. Here is the cover of Jeff Burton's real or fake punishment calendar. Looking good. All right. Nice. Nice little cover. All right, Jeff Burton's real or fake punishment. There it is. Yeah. What is the, the logo? What cartoon? The first month that you're going to pop up is April. Go April. April. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh God. Are we Are we streaming this on Twitch? We are. All right. Here we go. Here is April. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's an Easter theme. 
and Jeff's in bunny ears uh, and a he skirt. Is, he is topless. Oh my god! Skirt and he's watering flowers. You look like. At least he still has his watch on. You look like a disaster. Is that an S and M mask? <laughs> It's not labeled as such, but it can it's be It's like used. an S&M mask with bunny ears. Yeah, yeah that's actually from Patricia's. All right. His watch is sexy. Having so much April, fun. it's got the... Wow, dude. It's got the Easter theme. Okay, next. Wow. Here's May... Oh! oh goodness wow. gracious. What is, so, what is May's theme? It's all it's out. my birthday, so it's a gender reveal, basically. Oh, okay, sweet. and Jeff has a robe on, which is open, and his junk oh, is pixelated. And that is my actual robe. And look at that bullet wound right look there. Look at that yeah. from when you had your oh colostomy bag. It's just gosh. There. You see pretty there much all of Jeff there. There is no, <laughs> yeah, there is no <laughs> Photoshop in there. Is it cold in the room? Because your nips are uh, pronounced. It wasn't cold. It was hot. <laughs> Ray, am I right, so you got ben? a wig? Yeah. You got a wig on? Man. I hate May. And God bless you, Video Ben is the one that, that took these pictures. Oh, yeah. Fine job, to see a lot in of therapy me. for a bit. Fine yeah. job, sir. How was he as a subject? You know, he was really willing mm -hmm. for about anything. Did he enjoy it? Yeah, I think the only weird thing was it, it was a stipulation that he kept his socks on the entire uh -huh. time. That is very true. That's Jeff. All right. Uh -huh. Okay, that's May. Let's go with uh, June. I did not right. realize the stoma was that pronounced. on the. Is that what they call that, a stoma? Yeah. Good Lord. Here comes June. Oh, oh, that's John. You're kicking it with the ladies. Yeah, that's Jeff a postcard. I don't like that. Like, what, what are those? That, that's underwear, isn't it? That's not swim trunks. Are those tidy whiteies? Oh, no, but those are tidy blueies. I was going to say, blueies? are those tidy navies? No, 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 no. They're, they're like mid-thigh, but I had them pulled up. Right, so so they're it they're looks like short. you're in tidy whiteies and you got flip-flops on. <laughs> flip-flops oh, were not on. Those were socks, and he Photoshopped those in because, again, I would not take my socks off. Oh, you photoshopped the flippers in? Isn't that great? Don't they look I, I have to give credit to uh, Video Joe as well, or Digital Joe. Oh, WebDo Joe? WebDo Web Joe. He, Web uh, he did good, man. He did a real good job. I like that. the fact that you have the uh, the uh, floaty on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next. All right, so next would be July. Yeah, like fun. Oh, oh, oh you're, you're in my robe. Yeah. Ew, you're tiny. Oh, 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 they told Huge, me to do the tongue. Uh, uh, and he's got uh, tiny. Uh, he's got a tiny Amer Like he's got a tiny hat on. Yeah, I mean this is screaming America, but it's also screaming. Please, somebody get this away from me. And it looks like he's licking one of those bomb pops, uh -huh. like the red, yeah, white, and blue. That's your robe, and I had nothing on underneath it. Just you, so you really? Know. Oh my God! I put that on on Thursday. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Ben, I'm gonna need the uh, the unedited photo of that. No, can for you some um, Photoshop purposes? Please. No, you yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. I've seen your is, skills. No. Is, uh, <laughs> That sparklers that it did in too. He was just holding just a regular stick. Huh. Can you imagine how many cubicles are gonna have this hanging on their wall? None. In July? Zero. Yeah, Please, right. July. So August is who's born in August? Me. So this is a little theme for you. For oh, your it's birthday. a Riz birthday yeah. theme for yeah. August. Here yeah. we go. Oh, oh no. yeah. I hate oh, everything wow. about this calendar. Wow. All right, it says happy birthday, Riz, and it's Jeff completely naked with a curly top wig on and my cartoon face covering his crotch. And he's jumping out of a cake. Yeah, yeah he's like in the cake. Oh, the cake, cake is shin oh, high. He's a cake topper. I thought you were waiting in yogurt. This should be a poster. He's a no, cake topper. None of this should be. Yeah. This, should, this should be a nice in a hallway. The wig you're wearing is like a Harpo Marx curly wig, right? Yeah. Something like that. Wow. I don't know where that came from, to be honest with you. Yeah, we just got a box of stuff. Okay, it's August. Uh, September? It's a good one. All right. It's uh, September there. Oh, oh, that's, cool. oh that's so cute. I've seen that's you in that cool. outfit before. And then, and then on, the, uh, uh. On, the, on the chalkboard, it says, I will wear underwear to school. 
It's Jeff at a classroom so with a sexy schoolgirl outfit. Look at the pixelation at the bottom. Oh, because you're... Is it undertush? Yeah. Was that undertush? <laughs> little or under bag? <laughs> little undercarriage. Was it undertush or under bag? It was tush. I know, he could have been tucking. Oh. <laughs> Wait, that would surprise you with him? That he's tucking? Like that picture right there, if you look at his eyes, he's loving every second of this. Oh, God, no. Ben, was I loving any of this? Uh, yeah, no. he already said yes. Uh, October theme is okay. uh, Halloween, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, October. Uh. <laughs> it's a, that is not a treat oh, or treat. Man. It says treat or treat, and the answer is neither. <laughs> it's treat or treat, oh, wow. and it's a, it's a pumpkin cover in your naughties. He's got a scarecrow. I and Jeff. you're completely naked once again. Yeah, I gotta, work on this. I, gotta li- I gotta do a little lifting on the chest. I'm a little. I like sad. you do that in front of your house. <laughs> Next, November. November is Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, cornucopia. Cornucopia, right? Is that? Cornucopia, where your penis is. <laughs> this right here is the face of okay. I'm done with this now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this must oh, have been man. an hour or two. I think is what it was. I love the fall. Uh, all right, December, Christmas? December, little Christmas. Th- oh, <laughs> you humping an inflatable it's snowman. Jeff humping a snowman. Oh, the right. it's an, if you think about it, it's an inflatable snowman you would see in someone's front yard, and you're looking through a picture window into a house where that is. Yeah, so we, actually had to, we had to wait while he was undressed for that to inflate, too. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's not a carrot on the side of the snowman, then. No. You're giving no, a side eye, too. On the nose. I popped it. No, it's like a oh, frosted yeah. window. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's December. Let's go to January. January. It, Happy uh, New Year! Oh, it's a good Break the internet. It's the break in the internet. Kim Kardashian uh, champagne that picture with Jeff great. Burton. The cool thing about that one is it only took us three tries with the champagne. To Stop get it! Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. Full disclosure: Boy. that's not my ass. That what? is terrific. Excellent it's job, guys. Bigger. Yeah, that's awesome. January, uh, February. I feel the love here. Oh, oh no. You got, American? That's yeah, American, American Beauty. Beauty. American oh, Beauty. man, we need a lot more roses. Come. A little tan, a little bit of color oh, on my skin. My that God. is oh, So it's the American so Beauty. So Remember, uh, what was her name? Mina, Mina, Mina Savari? Mina Savari. Laying in the rose petals? Yep. That's Jeff Burton. So here's my question, Jeff. What are you wearing underneath those flowers for realsies? Is it just a cloth, or is it a sock, or is it for real? No, was it was a sock, right? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. It was oh a modesty sock. It was a Crown Royal bag. Yeah. You are Crown Royal bag over your bits. <laughs> yep. Okay, that's uh, February. Uh, and <laughs> our last, our last month is uh, March. I hate them so much. Man. Our last month is March. Here we go. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you look hammered. It's, it's drunk Jeff <laughs> with a shirt off uh, with a green. Uh, Plaid pants on. Yeah, next yeah. to a van. Look what I'm Risho holding beer. in my hand. Risho beer. Oh, oh, right. sweet. Yeah. Well, that's well. it. That's f- terrific, guys. Yeah. Well done. Excellent. He did a great job, Ben. Well done, Ben. ben. And, and good job, everybody. Thank you. Great job. I only Tim, have a couple my of God. Tires, but it's pretty Tim good. was in there uh, too the whole time pushing things around on my uh, naked mono body. Tim? Mono Tim. Yeah. Great job, guys. Yeah. And I have a Crown Royal bag that you guys can have and burn forever, you jerks. <laughs> that's, oh, that's my how do you know it wasn't oh, the same bag? one? It's what I used to put my headphones in. Oh! <laughs> Is that the one we used? Uh, oh, it's Calendar available for, for, uh, for the first time. Um, jerks. Friday. Friday, 5 to 5 7. 5 to 7, Hot Shots, Manchester. Yep. Great job, guys. Honestly. You know what? A couple of people asked uh, on uh, social media how much it was. What did you say? Ten, ten bucks. Ten bucks ain't nothing. Ten bucks. Ain't nothing. Ten bucks for year-round, I mean. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure, indeed. Every time you wake up in the morning. Wow.
Great job. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Very impressed. Thank Good job, much. guys. Thanks. All right, on to this competition. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I want to grab them. I want to shake them. I want to knock them. Because boobs. I want to squeeze them. I want to slap them. I want to punch them. Because boobs. Oh, come on. Bring them back. Boobs. Here we are. It's week number four in our competition, sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. So last week, it was a five-way lockout, which that is very rare. It was a very rare five-way lockout. So here are the results through week number three. Myself and Jeff and King Scott, seven points each. Moon and Patrico, six points. This is the uh, shot in the tush daily punishment. Yeah, it's the, it's the your ass is on the line punishment. Uh-huh. Every day. Got to get shot in the ass at least three times. At least. Oh, no, it's the most three times. Yeah, I mean, most. up to three times. Up to three times, yes. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. One point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points of right. Zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So... Let's begin with photo number one. Photo number one. This photo not only is artsy because it's in black and white, but it's a great photo. I love this uh, This picture. is a lovely lady mm-hmm. taking a photo from above. Uh, we see a lot here. She's got a She's tank got a on. Tight tank. And I do not believe there's a bra underneath there. No. I think it's just uh, uh, God's work there being, being displayed. Uh, again, a fantastic photo. So you're seeing right through, you know, right a uh, top view. Yeah. Plenty of cleave. Plenty to see here. All right, I'm saying real for photo number one. Tones? Riz, I have also gone real for photo number one. Moon? Oh, man, I, I, good for her. I went real. Jeff? Real. And King Scott? I went real as well. Okay, all real, photo number one. Photo number two. Photo number two. We've got some skull emoji boobs here. A lovely lady has a, it looks like she's got a hoodie on or a towel or something that she's draped over looks her shoulders. Maybe like a robe. Yeah. We have got, uh, uh, again, boobie it's, it's completely skull emojis. That's the only thing that's uh, stopping us from seeing everything. everything. Not huge. No, not small. They're right in the middle. She, she may be squeezing them together a little bit with her maybe. arms. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Uh, if if, if no. at all, it's very little. In all honesty, this is, I think. Uh, what this I, is my toughest pick. This is, oh, Same. 100%. Yeah. This is what I think, though, uh, 90% of women want. Right here? Right here. I could I could not figure this one out. This was a back and forth for me. Uh, King Scott, what do you say? I went ended up on real. Jeff. I did too. Real. Moon. Good for her. Real. Tones. Moon said that 90% of women want this, and I think she's the same way, but wasn't born with it. I went fake. Not a... Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Uh, I I mean, I was... This was my toughest as well. I was seconds away from crossing out real and putting fake, but I I stuck with real. Damn it. 
even though it's a, it, it's a possibility and everybody was thinking fake, but ended up, when you're by yourself, it changes everything. If these are fake, I mean, I would not be surprised in the least. Yeah. yeah. Man. All right, finally, photo number uh, three. Photo number three. Again, another photo with ginormous boobs. This lovely lady ginormous. has a pink tank top on or purple, whatever it is. She's covered up with a little bit of a leopard blanket here, but damn, these things are big. And uh, we do sell, have some fancy heart emojis on the side here, a little bit of a filter. So, Boy, these are coming at you. <laughs> As I like to say, they're in your face. Jeff? Yes. Photo number three. Oh, I said real. Moon. Good for her real. I went real as well. Scott? I went real. Tony? Real. So the only differing pick is Tony's fake for number two, which, I mean, if, if again, if those are fake, yeah, I blew it. That means one thing, based on the locks and everything, unless everybody is locked out again, there will finally be some separation between myself and Moon. Yeah, regardless. Unless you guys... Unless everybody locks out and we all lock on the same thing. But if people get points this week, there will be some separation between myself and Moon. All right, so let's go with Tony. Your lock of the week. My lock. Most confident pick. Is real. Number three. Locking in. Number three, real. Moon, your lock. I locked in real number three. King Scott, your lock of the week. I locked in real number one. Okay. Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. Lock real three. Dang it. Okay, and I have locked in at, I'm showing everybody, number three, real. Oh, Ooh, man, there's a in, couple things this week that I locked like. Locked in real number three. I like the wow. drama. Even though I'm involved in it, I like the drama. I don't. This is silly now. Scott's on Lock Island. I'm, involved. I'm on Fake Island. Oh, Ooh, man. Boy. Hmm. Our and results. we're all so close right now that this, these are all still like super important picks. Our results yeah. on Friday. Ridiculous. We'll see uh, who's in the cellar. Ooh, man. If Scott's lock. Are we all locked out again? If Scott's lock is wrong, he goes from first to worst. Still early, but remember, don't get behind early because you could wind up like me. I mean, not in the box, but losing. Is our uh, guest uh, confirmed for Friday? Special guest? I believe so. Yes. Uh, joining us on Friday, comedian Tim Meadows. Oh, nice. Ladies man. I was going to say we get the ladies' man take on boobs. Nice. The ladies' man himself oh, will be here. That's so. Tim great. Meadows on Friday. There you go. Make your picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Thanks to our fine sponsors and, of course, the Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. Oh, where's the time gone? Jeez. 920. All right, let's do some food news. <laughs> food news. Uh, it's free cone day today at a Ben & Jerry's. So you get a single scoop uh, free of charge if you show up between noon and 8. Expect a line, though, because uh, always always a line for free cone day at Ben & Jerry's. At Ben & Jerry's, isn't there only, like, one in the area? The only one I saw was in the Loop. I think there used to be one, one in the, Illinois, too. There used to be one in the West End for, for a long time, and now that's something else. Hmm. But I know in the Loop there is, there is a Ben & Jerry's. I don't think I've ever been. Yeah, same here. I don't think I've ever, ever been into one of their stores. Mm. I saw one of the famous ones on, on, what was on, on Hate Street in San Francisco. 
There's some famous one there. Yeah. It's, it's somewhere around there. I saw it. That's it. Didn't go in. Didn't sample. No. That's it. You city, huh? Well, they say Bush Stadium too, but I mean, I doubt they're doing free cone day there. I like me some Cherry Garcia. Tell you that. I, you know, bet to be honest with you, Ben and Jerry's don't I, do it for you. It's not that they don't do it for me, but sometimes I'm like, I really like this. Can you just take it down a notch? Hmm. Like I really like Too the fact stuff? that you got cookies and caramel and a core and marshmallows and a hundred dollar bill in here somewhere. You but never like, tried out the Vermonster? <laughs> what the hell is the Vermonster? Look that up. It's something you used to be able to order. It was like a bucket of ice cream <laughs> with all, you know, toppings. I don't know how many scoops altogether, but the Vermonster. Ver- Did you find Monster. it? The Vermonster. Oh, my God. You see it? Is that a good, oh, my God? 20-scoop mountain of magic created for you. <laughs> Look at this thing, Jeff. <laughs> Oh my God! What? I could probably like eat that. It's in a bucket. Thing. That's a bucket of popcorn from a movie theater. I, but it has I, ice cream. I guarantee you, I used to be able to eat that whole damn thing. Oh my no God! One hundred percent could have. Twenty all scoops. motivation you need right there, man. Twenty scoops. I I could have easily. One I, person. That's organ failure. I I, I would, probably would have happened, but I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of, did were you talking about that? Were you going to talk about that gal, the competition eater? Did you see that? No. I think it's floating around Twitter. There's a video. There's a competition eater. She's like a smaller gal. And uh, she did some sort of thing where if people give oh, this much money. Oh, she drank canola oil. Yes. 65,000 calories? She drank two. I, it was straight canola oil. It, it was, you know, you get the big jugs of oil. The one that has to have a handle on yeah. it? Yeah. She drank two of those. It was in celebration of her getting a certain amount of uh, followers on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I hate to in be that one guy, minute. but it is. It, it was actually canola oil, right? Yes. She drank si- over 66,000 calories worth of canola oil. Yeah. I mean, and even she she's used to, you know, the pro eater stuff and all this. Even her towards the end, her face is. It was, oh, this is making me sick. In the, in the gallon jugs. Are those gallons or two gallons? I don't know. But she I mean, drank straight canola oil. Wouldn't that kill a human? How does that How does that come out? Like, yeah. what does that look just like? Just like it goes out? in. But how do you deal with those kind of? I mean, obviously, your I bet she only had some shiny bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Molly Shiler or Schuler. I don't know. Gross. Yeah, post you know that how? Video. You, uh, yeah, I, I, I just can't imagine. Oh, bleh. You know when you eat something very, very oily, like when you go to the bathroom, it's not firm. Yeah, well, dude, when I thought of, I mean, just oils in That's general. That's like pumping gasoline. That's what she did. She pumps gasoline. Can at you the imagine end of the what day. her skin was like for the next couple of days? Oh, gorgeous. So when I went to Australia uh, the, the first time, it was I was still a picky eater. I was like early, early 20s. And I did this thing where I was going to try anything and everything that came across my plate. And it changed my life. I became like a fan of food and I was willing to try everything. And I got over fears with that. And the next time I went back, by that point, I was like a fan of sushi. And I was, I was like, I'm going to have some of the best sushi on earth. So every day I walked to a place, I had a hand roll, and then I had this roll at dinner. Mm-hmm. About three days in, I was really confused as to why my skin was so oily. I was just like, man, I'm, not, I'm not sweating a lot. Like, why am I just so greasy all the time? And I realized it's because I was eating so much fatty fish. It was coming out of my pores. Yeah, that does it. 
this gal was probably sliding out of bed. Oh. Says it uh, has a compound that in large amounts can be toxic to humans. Well, I did. So. She drank straight canola oil. All right, the website Thrillist.com posted a list of each state's favorite bar food. Favorite bar food. I have Illinois and I have Missouri. Missouri, I think, is super easy. Illinois, I have no idea. Illinois was a giant surprise. I did not know this was such a big thing there. But Missouri, I think I could nail it. And I've not seen this list, but I think I could nail it instantly. All right, see if you get Missouri. Toasted wraps. What do you think? Uh, East State's favorite bar food. Go to the only a, thing that I would think that San, wouldn't be that. Okay, well, I was going to ask you, does does every bar have them? I mean, go to a bar that doesn't. It's rare. He's talking really. about State, though. Like, consider Springfield and Columbia and Kansas City. You can City. consider those, but they also have Toasted Ravs there, too. Yeah, but is it a thing? I don't know. I'm just saying that. I don't Saint, know if it's a thing. If, if, a, if a celebrity comes to St. Louis, one of the number one things they say is, try Emo's Pizza and try the Toasted Ravs. And people go, what? You fry pasta? They go, try it. Uh, the it. answer is Toasted Ravs. I knew it. Well, See, Tony, I told you. Thanks for having my back, Jeff. <laughs> Lord. I mean, Toasted Ravs. I don't know why you wouldn't believe me. Pretzels? And, and, and here's what they write. Uh, there, there's some debate as to who invented Toasted Raviolis, but uh, of all the origin stories, they all involve uh, a non-Italian chef, <clears throat> excuse me, accidentally dumping pasta into the fryer instead of boiling water. I had heard that it happened at Mama Campisi's. That's what I, that's the legend I was always told. Um, and they say, uh, and, and it says where to get great ones. Uh, St. Louis is the post sports bar. Is one of the bars in town that adds local touches to their appetizer menu. That's according to the Thrillist. Is that across the street? Yeah. The post? Yeah. That's, oh, the, yeah. that's the old growlers. Yeah. The post is delicious. I love that spot. Get their wings. They bake. They they fry them and they bake them in the pizza oven. Huh. It's a game changer, guys. In Illinois, it's popcorn. Popcorn. Popcorn is Illinois' favorite bar food. Hmm. So just just popcorn from the old popcorn machine Illinois, over there. In Illinois, it's a way of life. Often given away for free, popcorn has to be one of the great bar snacks of all time. Several Midwestern states claim this iconic snack is theirs, but Illinois is the most deserving. First of all, they've officially declared it the state snack. Second of all, many believe the popcorn was invented by a Chicago street vendor back in 1890. Hmm. Do you know why they have popcorn at bars? Because it's cheap. Well, sort of. Salty and makes you drink. There you go. But then most bars, after they have it for a while, get rid of it. Want to know why? Because people just come in, order, order water. Eat popcorn and go home. I remember the ground round used to have free popcorn. Popcorn's so the damn expensive. Round. But would people really do that? A bar that I used to work at. I'm gonna go to they, a bar and sit there and just drink water so I can have free popcorn. Well, here's the thing: the bar that I used to work with did trivia. They did like trivia nights, mm -hmm. and people would show up to trivia and they would just eat the popcorn, drink the water, and go home. Ground round. You know, on Thursdays, kids round. would eat their weight. The ground the round. The ground round used to give away free popcorn. Yeah. I don't I even was, know what that is. Oh, dude, it was it was like a like a Ponderosa yeah, kind of thing. It was almost like an Applebee's before Applebee's. Okay, yeah, yeah. What I, is that? I'll give you, you that. You mean Shoney's? Dude, Shoney's was the jam. No, Shoney's was, was a Denny's, family restaurant. It? Shoney's like was a like Denny's a buffet. In a, yeah. 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 It was a family restaurant. Used to, I remember you got ice cream in it and a batting helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the kids eating their weight was the best for my parents because they're like, oh, cool. You know, this kid weighs like 49 pounds. He's going to eat for 50 cents. Yeah. yeah. It was the best. Uh, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, the favorite bar snack there is something called Disco Fries. Have you heard of this? Fantastic. Disco we used to have this all the time. Fries. It's, uh, it's similar to poutine. 
which is uh, so this is um, fries, gravy, covered in mozzarella instead of cheese curds as you would with poutine. And uh, some people use cheese whiz, but I just remember mozzarella melted on top. Yeah, this is and gravy too. Yeah, I could do without the gravy. But brown gravy. Yeah. yeah, but poutine is brown gravy and cheese curds. I'm not a brown. I'm not a brown oh, gravy man, guy. Disco fries, the jam. See, I don't like gra- brown or white gravy. Let's go to a New Jersey diner and get these. Uh, in New York, it's buffalo wings. Okay. Buffalo wings is the state snack. Buffalo anchor bar. How them. how old were you when you uh, realized that buffalo wings were not buffalo, but it was from Buffalo? Being in the New York area, I'm probably sure it was later. I don't know. Because when you first heard, hey, have you ever had a buffalo wing? As a kid, you go, I ain't eat buffalo. I mean, I always knew of buffalo the area. Yeah. So... I mean, I was, I was young. It's not like I was there. It's not like I was 22 and found it out. You know what I mean? Not that I lived anywhere near there, but... Uh, chicken nuggets uh, are, uh, you know, a long staple food item for kids. Even some adults. I like me some chicken nuggets. But now sales of uh, chicken nuggets are down. It's because of that recall? In the quarter that ended in September of 2018, the number of servings of chicken nuggets sold declined by 3%. may sound like a small number, but overall, 3% is a lot of chicken nuggets. And experts say falling, uh, you know, uh, the falling numbers could be attributed to three different things. Health concerns about processed meat, media attention, and new competition. But don't worry about, you know, your breaded chicken options disappearing altogether. Sales of chicken strips mm-hmm. were up by 16%. It's amazing how if you go from nugget to strip, vastly different. Oh, it's a game changer. Vastly different. I don't even know why they still have the nuggets on the menu. I because guess The I nuggets guess are awesome. They, they, oh, really? You like those? They just seem so processed to me. I'd rather have chicken strips. Yeah, here, same. I mean, I haven't had the nuggets in a million years, probably 15 years easy. I'm assuming they're the same. They just they just taste so processed. You know, you know what is funny, though? You probably have no problem, and this is the way I am, you probably have no problem going into a restaurant, sitting down, and ordering the chicken tenders or chicken fingers. I love chicken tenders. But if you took yeah. out the word tender and put nugget, you would never order that at a yeah, restaurant. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You're right. You would never do it. You're the right. word has been ruined. Yeah. Because chicken nugget, you think of a little kid. Completely. I just think that it's processed together. That's what I think. Um... This is how you gain weight right here. Convince yourself stuff like this is true. An online survey asked people if potato salad counts as salad. The answer is absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't think there's any discussion here. Is potato salad salad? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, is tuna salad salad? Is no. chicken salad salad? No. Over 250,000 people voted on this question. Yes or no? Is potato salad Salad. No. I say no. I mean, a salad as we know it? No. It's as it's much as a salad. It's in the name, though. It's as much as a salad as a Long Island iced tea is tea. Yes. Yes. So out of 250,000 people, 38% said, yeah, it does. It does count as salad. It definitely does. And no. their argument is simple. Eh, salad's in the name. Yeah. No, no, no. Look at the definition. You, you, want, you want the definition? What about pasta salad? I is do. that salad? No. Yes. It depends on what's in it. Listen, this is what it says the definition is. A cold dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked veggies, usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or some other dressing, and sometimes accompanied by mi- uh, meat, fish, or other ingredients. Okay, I don't care what the definition is, but if there's no... <laughs> okay. If there's no... Let, if there's no... There's got to be a piece of lettuce in there. 
There's got to be a piece of lettuce in a salad. Types of salads. Green salad, <laughs> bound salad, main course salads, fruit salads, d- dessert salads. I, I, all right. I won't say lettuce. I'll say a leafy, uh, some leafy green. Because a cabbage salad? So they say like a potato salad, uh, egg salad, chicken salad. That is called a bound salad. Bound salads are assembled with thick sauces, such as yeah. mayonnaise. One portion of a true bound salad will hold its shape when placed on a plate with an ice cream scoop. Well, here's what they say. 62% of people in this poll said no. Things like potato and pasta salad don't count as salad because, of course, they don't. <laughs> Great reasoning. <laughs> because they just don't. Somebody said it's like calling a taco salad a salad. I think a taco salad, a taco salad, a salad is more of a, a taco salad is more of a salad. Because usually a taco salad is accompanied with, with lettuce. It's whatever taco ingredients on top of lettuce. When I eat ice cream from now on, I'm going to say, man, this is some cold, thick soup. So you you think potato salad is salad, huh, Moon? Yeah, I do. I mean, so, so, by definition, and not just because it's you know it has the name in it and it's cutesy. <clears throat> I mean, that's I've just always understood it to be just this cold concoction of stuff that's kind of glued together with some sort of dressing. So you said going back real quick, you said chicken nuggets, like because of the word nuggets have completely ruined it. Restaurants have gotten around that boneless chicken wings. Oh yeah. I love those that. are I chicken love nuggets. They're, they're like, well, we have boneless wigs. Oh, that sounds good. I'll take that. You just ordered chicken nuggets. Those are chicken nuggets. Yeah. You just ordered chicken You're right. nuggets. You're right. You're right. You just ordered chicken nuggets. <laughs> do, do you have these wings with no bones in them? Oh, we mean, do. Coming right up, sir. You mean chicken nuggets? Go to McDonald's and order the boneless wings. <laughs> <laughs> See what they say. And uh, just a capper on the food news segment here. Um, if you always overpay at the supermarket, overspend, I should say, not overpay, overspend, uh, it might not totally be your fault because there are ways the grocery stores trick you into buying more stuff. Like everything's laid out for a reason. Yeah. So here are ways that the grocery store tricks you into spending more money. Now you're aware. <laughs> okay. Number one is they hand out free samples. You used to only see this at Costco, but now a lot of stores do it. it. It makes you more likely to buy something you wouldn't normally buy. And they tend to hand out fatty, salty foods that taste good. Unless it's the sketch. makes it harder to say no. Unless it's the sketch section where it's like buy like the deli, or not buy the deli, buy like the produce section. And they just have that dome, that plastic oh, dome. I never go in the I dome. Walk, I walk right past that. You never enter the dome. <laughs> I never enter the dome. My daughter's the one that goes, oh, what's in the dome? Okay. Yeah. Let's say, oh, cheese. Don't go in the dome <laughs> because of people like her. <laughs> you got to use tongs for that, honey. <laughs> uh, they make you use giant shopping carts. That's a trick. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. makes us think our cart is not full, so we keep adding stuff. <laughs> oh, I still got room here. Sp- speaking of the dome real quick, I saw one time they had apple chips with a caramel dipping sauce. Oh, a dipper? Yeah. And people were taking oh, things and dipping? No. Yeah. Oh. There was a spoon in the dip. Oh, boy. And a plastic cup. <laughs> and, so and you're supposed you to scoop and go? still shopping in hell? You're supposed to scoop and go? <laughs> there was no scooping and going. There was like, a, there was one of the rows of plastic cups that were still in the plastic. So you know that nobody so, opened it up. So yeah. now you're you're counting on people to be 
Not only do we not want your grubby hands to grab the tongs and go in there, now we want you to grab the tongs, grab your apple chips, and then spoon a, a, a dipper into a cup. Nope. You got grummy hands grabbing apple crisps, dipping with fingernails going into oh. the dipper. Oh, no. Ends it there. Yeah, my daughter goes, what's that? I go, none of your damn business. We're going to keep <laughs> on shopping. So they put expensive uh, brands at eye level. So when there's something front and center, you're more likely to buy it. So look up or down, and you might save a couple dollars. That's where the cheaper brands tend to be. Uh, they hide the essentials at the back of the store. Bread, milk, and cheese are usually near the back, so you have to walk past all the other stuff to get there, yes. which ups your chances of making an impulse purchase. That is brilliant. Guilty. And the fifth way they trick you into buying stuff is ads that say things like 10 for $10. Some people assume they need to buy 10 of something to get the deal. But if you look closer, that's not always the case. And you still get the same deal if you just buy one or two of them. Yep. <laughs> Sense. You got to think I, about I it. I used to be that way with yogurt. I would buy, you know, it was like 10 for 10, yo play. All right, let's do this. And then I would look and I'd be like, it says 10 for 10 or one for a dollar. It's a crime not to get all 10. <laughs> uh, by the way, you said it, to, to Moon, you know, you said that it's got to be leafy. It's got to be that for to be a salad. You declared it last week. I think you should declare it again today. It is what you say it is because you are the arbiter of taste. I'm the arbiter of taste. Arbiter of taste yeah. so. <laughs> that is true. Self-declared. We're getting that on the door, the ratio <laughs> office door. The arbiter of taste lives here. <laughs> Uh boy, I don't like potato salad a salad. I'm gonna It's not. I'm gonna say no on that one. I'm gonna disagree. It's the Rizzuto Show. Well, that is it for us. Thank you all for tuning in. Boy, time went quick today. Wow. Sure did, boss. Moon, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. What do we got? I don't care what the definition is. That's the uh, title of the uh, podcast and uh, the blog is today. Is something I said? Yeah. It is something Shocking. you said. Get out of here. I know, it's yeah. crazy, right? See what we were arguing about uh, may or may not have been about food. Uh, that's all on the podcast, on any podcast directory. Make sure you uh, leave a five-star review or a five-star uh, rating and review on any podcast directory. That really helps us uh, spread the news. We have a bunch of food news, a bunch of videos, uh, including the... Um, the gymnast that uh, won't be a gymnast any longer. Yep, she is she retired. Is aer aerospace engineer, I believe now. Uh, a gal drank 66,000 plus calories in one sitting of a whole bunch of oil. There's that. Your uh, crap on celebrities, your headline who's, your uh, your sports, your news, and then, of course, real or fake. And we unveiled the real or fake punishment, the calendar. So uh, here are reactions uh, of that on the podcast. And I think we'll throw mm -hmm. a video up on the blog as well. Our three and five contest when we gave out some tickets. Fun times today. 1057thepoint.com yeah, slash Riz. Uh-huh. Get yourself there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you want to pick up that calendar, the Jeff Burton sexy calendar, Hot Shots Manchester, Friday, 5 to 7 to be out there, 10 bucks for the calendar. Jeff will sign it for you, give you a hug maybe if you want. Absolutely, you want. yeah. I will and not be wearing anything that I'm in the calendar. Don't oh, it is sexy. Sexy Thanks, is man. not even the word for it. Thank you. Is there something beyond sexy? Because that's what it is. Yeah, grass. <laughs> if you can't make it out there Friday, uh, there will be another opportunity. We'll give you the details on that uh, shortly. Uh, this Thursday, uh, Moon is at Lion's Choice. Join her for lunch. The uh, brand new Hanley Road location. Darn right. At 1130. And a big thanks to Lion's Choice for dropping off food last Friday. 
which I didn't get to enjoy any of it yeah, because I was not there. Yeah, we did. They came back to the studio. They had roast beef, ham, turkey. They got that tomato soup oh, and, great. and grilled cheese. I'm sure it was Holy excellent. Delicious. I'm sure it was great. It is great. Delivering on a day we're not even there. <laughs> well, some of us were here. Uh, also on Thursday, Big St. Charles Motorsports, the rescheduled bike night happens at 6 o'clock. Uh, Saturday, Patrico and Moon at the First Community Credit Union in Glen Carbon starting at 10 a.m. Join them for Pony Rides. Yeah. Hey, real quick, for the uh, Worst of the Week podcast this week, uh, we're starting a new segment called 10 Questions With, and this week it's 10 Questions With Jeff Burton. Oh, boy. Look so at if, that guy. So if you have a question for Jeff Burton, email wow at 1057thepoint.com. Wow, as in Worst of Week. Mm-hmm. Questions for Jeff Burton. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. We're shouting out Amy Schmedig one more time. She- hey! This is the Rizzuto Show podcast.